0: I still feel Demon Slayer is better than My Hero Academia, so... And, and not oh. even... Not yet. And I think, and I will also okay. even say this... I don't even <laughs> I think you. it's
1: close. <laughs> I don't yes. even think yes. it's close. <laughs> no, I'm no, I'm no, I'm yeah, yeah.
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> Bonkai. Senbon Sakura. Kageyoshi. 0 to 100 real quick shout out to drake and shout out to you yes because With you, we would not be here. We are celebrating our 100th episode. If you followed us from the beginning, we have made you laugh, made you think, triggered you, and possibly even made you cry with Solo's bad jokes. And you might be thinking that there's, there's no more these guys can do, but you, as I sung in episode 50. Oh, no, 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 no. Because you know what Solo and I are, we are a team. Best old friends, as it were. And you know what? We've only just begun. And yes, we've just begun. Sharing horizons that are new to
2: us.
1: Mm, okay. Watching the signs along the way. Talking it over, just the two of us. Working together day to day. Together. Together. <laughs>
2: okay, yes, I was expecting to be serenaded. So, this is great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, solo. <laughs> Solo now probably thinking, run Solo, run Solo, run for it, because he is... But he can't, you know, because he's under contract. Uh, but forgive me if you're new here. My name is Ed. I am the host of the Super Anime Podcast, and I am joined by my may not renew his contract, permanent special guest, Solo. Solo. If you made it past my bad singing, this is a super special episode. Not only is it one episode 100, but we will have a special message from the talented Dante Brasco, a.k.a. Prince Zuko himself. But before we get there, we have another super talented guest joining us today, today On for our 100th episode, this person has amassed over 500k followers across all platforms, with YouTube um, having over 320,000 subscribers and only fifth and over 53 million views. Some may call him the one Oracle of One Piece, the champion of Nintendo gaming. To me, he is the smooth singing, jazz loving, <laughs> epic reactions, Pokemon player. Welcome to the show, Rogers Bay. Okay. <laughs>
0: Thank you for having me, greatly appreciate it. That was a great intro. Also, did you know Dante and I actually know each other? really? Yeah, so Dante and oh. I actually did events, this was when I first moved to LA, um, for a company called yeah. Tiltify that now does like most of the charity gaming stuff on Twitch, but when we first were doing mm-hmm. stuff with them, that was actually it was like 2014 going into 2015 they were doing like smaller mm-hmm. charity events, and uh, one of the charity events that we worked, Dante was part of and then we sort of just synced up ended up being at the same event at Pokemon Worlds that 2015, oh. and we've been friends ever since, so that's so funny that you mentioned that, because literally, I mean, I've gone both with the dude he's great so that's just oh, super wow. funny that you mentioned that you happen to have him on <laughs> send him a message while i'm on it that's cool
1: i want to i want to I, I do want to preface that i don't know him it's more for cameo um we paid him to say a special I got message you. for 100 i got you so. but that's still funny so I though just, that you I, mentioned I, it that's cute yeah
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah thank you very much ed much appreciated that that great introduction as always you know what ed you know what? i i appreciate you because I was sitting here thinking if I'd asked me to do one of his introductions, I don't think I could do it to your level. So you know, mm. like I'm I just said, he was it, you know, nailing right? everything. Champion of Nintendo,
0: you. jazz lover, right? You know, leader <laughs> of the, whatever you said was like it was great. Whatever you said was awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> we, we we always make our guests feel welcome. You're gonna welcome. have to teach me. Thank you, you. you. I will yeah. definitely not appreciate that. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no worries. Go for it, solo.
3: I mean, it's enough from you now, Ed. It's enough from you now. It's my time to shine. Mm, all right right no. now, we have a guest that, personally, is, 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 a, um, I, you're one of my favorite. That's readers. very sweet. I'm not sweet. just saying that because you're on the, on the show. Uh, I, I honestly, I just, like, one of my favorite moments is the infamous, obviously, Mammoth Boy pillow oh throwing into the. Big Mom's amnesia. I knew this was going to uh,
2: come. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs>
3: wait,
0: wait, wait. So funny, <laughs> wait. man.
3: However, I am
0: I am on your side thank you I had the same thank reaction you. to be fair I feel like most people who watch me regularly were also on my side because I, I I don't know i We were just talking about this before we even started recording. I was talking to Ed about this with the um, the One Piece community and sort of like where we're standing right now in terms of, you know, the kind of content that people want and what's going on in Wano country. And, you know, this is now the longest arc in the history of the series. And so there's a little bit of arc fatigue. But we're sort of at a point where, like, people don't want to hear anything bad, it seems like. People just want to, like, take the chapters for what they are, and the criticism will come after Wano's over. But people are like, no, just wait for it to be done. Um, But yeah, I'm somebody who, like, when I came up on YouTube a couple years ago, it was the kind of thing where criticism was what people were interested in, right? Like, people wanted to know my specific detailed thoughts on chapters. And now... The general fandom doesn't really want that as much, which is why I sort of transitioned into doing them as live streams because every time I would upload a reaction, the reactions were initially you know, always exciting because I was seeing something and seeing it for the first time, but then I would record the review and I'd go in depth about why I didn't like something, and then the comments would always be flooded with people getting really angry with me, and so then I went, okay, I'm going to stop doing the reviews and I'll make them as just review and live reactions, and the people were mad saying, where'd the reviews go? Why'd you get rid of the views? <laughs> like, and so I it's all like, fine, either. and I'll bring them <laughs> (laughs) back and I'll make it a stream and it'll be a whole big thing and it's really been uh yeah I've I felt a lot happier and more fulfilled as a content creator since that switch doing it like once a week and having it as a big long live stream and having the reaction and the review and having it time stamped because then you know if you wanted just my review you could time stamp and skip to the review or you just wanted my reaction watch the beginning of the reaction you know yeah, I, I don't encourage people to watch the entire thing if they don't want to, but there's also <laughs> people who do enjoy watching the whole one-hour stream because you get the theories, you get the yep. you know super chats, yep. you get the reactions, the reviews, everything. So, yeah, I, I know we kind of got off topic, but the, uh, the Big but Mom nah, Amnesia nah. thing was something I definitely had issues with. But I feel like the way the Big Mom story seemingly has now concluded in Wano Country, I feel ultimately satisfied with it. Because I really yeah. think law... Kid versus Big Mom is like one of my favorite fights in the entire post time skip era. I thought it's oh, good. Did a really good it's job. Real with good. It, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: All right. Before I go down the One Piece rabbit hole, <laughs> I'll I'll, uh, I'll scale it back a bit because Ed is Ed is actually an anime of course, of course. anime only only, only watcher. So I, I don't. Oh, want to...
0: interesting. Okay, I won't say anything else. Yeah. then. All okay, right, okay. here
1: comes the shame. No, Here's no, 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 not at all. Oh, all the misery. All. <laughs> Everybody wants to be my enemy. Yeah. <laughs> Spare, Spare the, the sympathy.
2: sympathy. <laughs> Everybody wants to be my yes, enemy. Roger. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, <laughs> Look out for
3: yourself. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah. That okay. So, oh, let's gosh. let's go, go, on, go let's on. go way shame back. Then. Let's shame go, let's shame. No, no 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 no. No shame here. It's all good. Let's so I'm going to take it back a little mm. bit, Roger. Why YouTube? How did he get into YouTube? Like that's always an in just always a question that I've always wanted to ask or I or try to ask yeah. every content creator we come across. So, for your case, like why you? Yeah.
0: Um, uh, it was funny. The first video that I actually like regularly uploaded to YouTube Was a cover of Let It Go from Frozen. This was Christmas 2013. Mm -hmm. And this is before Frozen like really took off and people were doing Mm -hmm. Let It Go covers and things. And I was one of the only guys that had done one. So the video got picked up by a bunch of different websites, Playbill and a lot of like Broadway websites. And they were like, our favorite YouTube covers of Let It Go. And this is like the one guy that's doing a Let It Go cover. And it got picked up. That Dang. eventually got me my job and noticed here in L.A., so I moved out to L.A., oh, nice. but I realized like I could make ad revenue off of YouTube videos, so I regularly started churning out more content. I did more songs. Um, a lot mm. of those early like reviews and reactions are no longer available, because a lot of them got hit with copyright claims, or I removed them, because sure. the, the yeah. camera quality was terrible. But I started <laughs> doing uh, One Piece reviews, Akunohana reviews, and Attack on yeah. Titan reviews, along with um, reviews of Once Upon a Time, and I was churning them out while I was working my day job. And so basically, oh, yeah. while I was working my day job for like three years, I was still uploading YouTube videos. And then it got to a point where my revenue on YouTube was more than my revenue at my day job. And so I was like, well, why yes, am uh, I still doing this? I quit,
2: <laughs> and so I quit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I quit my day job and I started doing YouTube full-time. And that was early 2017, literally right before oh, yeah. I met my girlfriend actually, because uh, I had gone full-time on YouTube uh in like January my contract had ended at work in February but I had like really started pumping out content in January and then Reagan and I actually met in March so it was like right before then and so that's an easy way of me knowing how long I've been doing it full-time because we've almost been dating five years (laughs) so I'm like wow I've almost been doing YouTube full-time for five years now at this point that's uh wild to think about but yeah I haven't looked back it's been great no
1: that's that it's it's really good that's amazing honestly that's and go on, go uh, just to, to anyone listening um, it's it's a testament that like, you know hard work doing what you love of course it's one of those things where please don't quit your job unless like Roger right. said your income is surpassing so <laughs> you know because you know, we all have dreams, but you know, dreams don't um, pay the light bill. So right. you know, you just have to make sure that, you know, I, I would say about maybe one, one and a half to two times your income in terms of the content yep. you're creating and getting the money from that, then you decide to leave. But yeah. And then really once
0: that. you end up doing that, you'll notice it'll be sort of like a snowball, right? Because then you'll only mm-hmm. be focused on creating that content. So you'll be pumping exactly. out a lot more or you'll be thinking a lot more about what you're uploading. And so that stuff will naturally do better. And it's just, yeah. you know, it's obviously it's scary that first Year was very scary for me when I was like I don't I don't have anything to fall back on I better succeed <laughs> but um, I lucked out because obviously the that year was the first year of the switch so I had plenty of stuff to talk uh... about and like Nintendo directs to react to and all this stuff so it really it was luck that that had happened the year that I ended up going full time because then I never ran out of content. Plus one piece was like in Zoe and um, the okay. Reverie arc as well, which were both really good. They were doing well in terms of views and they were fun for me to review. Um So I feel like, yeah, I, I really, I lucked out in that end. And then of course, Massive shout out to my current co-host on Japan Time, which is my bi-weekly podcast I do with um, Shofu and Ricky and Zef and Coast and the whole Smash Brothers fam. Um, I started doing Japan Time. Yeah, so I started doing Japan Time prior to me even doing YouTube. I was doing Japan Time Ah, Co-hosting that with Shofu back in summer of 2013 and Shofu obviously is a content creator himself, has like 800,000 subscribers on YouTube and tons Mm -hmm. of followers on Twitch and like a huge platform. And so I I really lucked out also in the sense that I was doing that podcast with him not as a content creator. And then people were like, man, Roger should make his own YouTube channel, which is what then encouraged me to even upload that Frozen song in the first place. So it's like mm. luck definitely plays a part in it but I, I definitely would not be where i am today without the help of a lot of other people as well too and i think it's important to remember your roots as well as you know acknowledging absolutely. your luck or whatever you know your grind anything like that so yeah
1: absolutely that, and i wouldn't even say luck luck fortunes the people pre- uh, who are prepared so right, right. you might say yes of course there is an element of luck but you were prepared in that sense yeah, so yeah no, absolutely well done sorry thank go
3: thank you no, no it's it's it's, the thing that I've always found really interesting, right, is is how one small action that you just think, oh, I'm just doing this for fun, can spiral off into something completely, completely, completely that you weren't even expecting. Like, if I had spoke to you back back then, early days of Japan time, and said, yeah, well, you know, in a couple years, well, not a couple, in a few years' time, this is where you'll be. Would
0: you have believed that? No. No, not because mo- I, yeah. I mean, I was very happy... With that job, I've talked about this on okay. other interviews before, but I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm happy to repeat it is my job mm. when I was doing like contract social media work was super fulfilling because it was for Disney subsidiaries. So I was yep. working with, mm. with properties like Marvel and Lucasfilm and Disney that yep. like I actively enjoyed working with. And even prior to that, like my job before working and moving to L.A. was I was a product demonstrator for Nintendo. So initially Mm. when I had started doing YouTube and when we started Japan Time, I was working for Nintendo. And so my my entire thought process was (laughs) I am going to move to Seattle, get a job at Nintendo headquarters, and then when I had interviewed and they said, we're not going to hire anybody that's remote, you need to actually move out to the West Coast, that's when I started applying to all these companies. And then the Disney hiring manager saw the frozen video that i uploaded which then got me to come out to la and got me that first job in the first place so again it's like That's things just nice. end up working out like i I, mm. I enjoyed my day job but obviously i enjoy what i'm doing now more so yeah of course it allows yeah. me the freedom to make videos and streams and things so
3: yeah no i mean again i guess talking about like where you are where you are now where, where do you kind of if so oh no no ed kind of did a nice well let's not be let's be honest a great introduction now again ed i give you your props thank, <laughs> you, props. thank you um <laughs> thank you what if if for, for those people that haven't or have never heard never come across you before how would you describe your content or what's the aim of
0: your content Just to make people happy, man. Honestly, I feel Mm. like just to share in my excitement, because I think we're at a point in the world where like there's just, there's so, there's only so many world changing events you can live through at one time, Mm. right? And (laughs) I I I feel like the past three, four years have just been like absolutely wild and and taxing, you know, on our mental health mm-hmm. and on yep. the mental health of humanity as a whole, right? And so I just feel like it's important to sort of take a step back and immerse yourself in something fun that you enjoy. And so the big thing with my channel that I've stuck to ever since I started is I only cover things that I'm passionate about, right? And mm-hmm. I think yeah. people will, will chase doing videos on topics that they think are going to bring them in views or, you know, yeah. do yeah. well. And that's never been my intention with stuff. Like, I know certain videos will do better, but Mm -hmm. I'm never doing content because I think it will bring in views. I'm doing content because it's something I'm actively interested in that I want to find out more about or that I enjoy. So that when I'm breaking down crying over Smash Brothers characters, it's genuine and people (laughs) can tell that, like, I'm actually (laughs) freaking out that Sakurai somehow the madman got Sora
1: from Kingdom Hearts into Smash Brothers. You know, it's like so I think for oh yeah me, I saw that reaction
0: the, the, aim, <laughs> the aim for me has always been to just have fun right and to to make content that, that I would enjoy watching and that I think and hope other people would enjoy you know a lot of the stuff that I listen to and I'm not just saying this because I'm on a podcast it is long form yeah. podcast type stuff right like I, I watch um there's a channel called Double Toasted that does really great entertainment stuff and there's okay. um, another channel called H3 that does sort of like YouTube drama and so those two I'll listen to them pretty regularly and their videos yeah. are all long form podcasts usually about like an hour to two hours long and i listen to them while i'm doing work right and Mm -hmm. so that's a big reason for why me i've gone more into like the streaming side of things versus like the 12 minute like video uploads because that's Mm. the stuff i enjoy watching and it's the stuff that i enjoy making um so I think, yeah, you see that in the content nowadays where I'm doing, like, the One Piece streams on Sundays. I do the D- Nintendo yeah. Direct reactions. Most of the the content that really blows up, even even stuff that, like, recently has blown up. Like, I did a reaction to the final boss of um, the new Pokemon game. And I uploaded yep. that video. And that video got 140,000 views, which I wow. was like, <laughs> what? You know, like, I was blown away by it. It was just hey. a clip. Yeah. from a live stream that I had done on Twitch. <laughs> but I think the reason why it did well is because people saw I was genuinely excited and scared during yep. that boss. Mm. And so people related to it. So you never know what's going to end up doing well, but it usually ends up being the thing that you're really invested in. So,
1: yeah. And and for me, Roger, that was one of the first things I noticed about your content. It's generally, you're so passionate about what you're talking about. Yeah. It's not a case where... I'm forced to do this and it it reminds me of a quote where someone said your earnings are a, by, are, are a byproduct of how well you serve your audience. Totally. And I think it's, it's it's completely that. We say we we did um we went to a convention and we did like a how to run your podcast episode and I think someone asked us you know you know um how do you start a podcast and I think solo said solo mentioned this as well it's like what is your why if you're starting it to make money it's very much you're going to you're going to fail yes. or you're going to essentially you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna, it's quit gonna be because difficult. it's not something it's that comes instantly yeah. it's gonna be very difficult right yeah you need to do it out the passion and from that passion you could po- possibly monetize it if you never monetize it so be it but at least you're doing it the passion is what is driving you um video to video audio to audio podcast to podcast so on and so forth absolutely um so i would definitely say that and then one thing you mentioned let's get let's get a bit deeper into the ocean as well as sure. it were sure um because um me and solo solo had a massive argument because you mentioned solo <laughs> right <laughs> me and oh, me and solo me and Solo had a massive <laughs> argument, like, because he, he, we basically is Sora a Disney character, or is he a Square in, in, and? I can I
0: can happily clarify this for you because Square, again yes, I used please. to work for Disney, so let me explain. Um, okay. Disney owns Sora, so what happens is oh. Square Enix. Oh. The weird, the weird thing about it, and why so many people were going back and forth on Sora being in Smash in the first place, is the character design of Sora, not the character, Mm. but the actual design Mm. of the character itself is owned by Square Enix. But the character, not the design, but the character, the name, the property is owned by Disney specifically. So what happens is if Square wants to do something with Sora, they can create a new design for the character and, you know, publish it and do stuff with it. But in order to actually have a video game featuring Sora, they need the approval of Disney. So it's a complete joint Ah. collaboration, which is why it was such a massive deal that Sora got in Smash, because literally, if you look at the very end credits of that last Sora trailer, you will see in the very bottom corner, they added the copyright Disney at the ending because Disney's the one that actually owns the character and that That the rights to all the Kingdom Hearts stuff that was included, that includes Hollow Bastion, that includes like Sora, Riku, all those characters, Ah. they are owned by Disney. And Square obviously publishes the games. Square includes the final mm-hmm. fantasy characters and square comes up with the designs but the the core kingdom hearts lore itself is owned by disney yeah
1: ah so nice. i was right but basically okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know now I'll, we always I'll, have I'll, this back and forth. Yeah,
3: I'll, you know, I'll let you have this one. You know, I'll, I'll let you have this one. Go for it. You well, have it. Uh, did um, you guys see ahead. the uh,
0: the stuff that like uh, leaked after Sora came out? Like the data mines and what people discovered about Sora and Smash Brothers is that apparently yeah. and actually Sakurai talked about this as well. Yeah. So basically, they didn't know if they were going to get Sora going into Smash Brothers. They they obviously had talks, and they wanted to do this for a long time, but Sora won that initial fighter ballot dating back to Smash 4, but basically was not deemed realistic, which is why Bayonetta ended up getting in as the fighter ballot pick, because Bayonetta was like the number one of quote-unquote realistic fighters that they could actually go and get the rights for. Ever since the conclusion of Smash 4, Sakurai opened conversations up with Disney and with all the other rights holders to try to get Sora in there, and then when they finally finalized that Sora was going to be in the fighter ballot they still weren't even confident enough that they would be able to include him but the reason why that last challenger pack has six characters instead of five is because at the last hour disney gave the okay to include sora because if you look at the data mine initially the character ballot was going to end with sephiroth That the Sephiroth reveal wasn't going to be midway through. It was going to be the conclusion of the whole Challenger pack. And they moved Sephiroth to the midway point. Right, right, right. Which makes a lot of sense. You know, Sephiroth is an iconic final boss. Would have been a good conclusion to the entire Challenger pack. But they moved Sephiroth to the middle to then balance out the character pack once they got Sora's inclusion. Which is why Sora was that final sixth fighter. But if it was just going to be five, Sephiroth would have been the fifth. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah, before Solo goes into everything One Piece, uh, in terms of, well, maybe he might, but just more so. I saw one of your stories, which triggered me, Roger. Oh, let's hear it, uh, let's hear it. (laughs) So I saw the, uh, what is one... I can't remember the specific thing, but it was around uh, My Hero Academia, oh. kind of like. Oh, let's
0: go. Let's get know. into this. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Okay. So it was, has there any, um, what was it? Um, I, I can tell um, you right now,
0: I know exactly the thing you're talking about. It was the, yeah? the girl. All right, perfect. Yeah, She said, what's um, what's one t- like specific topic that you think would piss mm. people off? And I said that My Hero Academia peaked at the Endeavor arc, and it's been diminishing returns ever since. Oh my god. That's what I said, yeah, yeah. I stand by that vehemently. And I'll explain my my, my stance. But I mean, I I stand by that as both someone who used to love the anime and also read the manga weekly and eventually had to end up... I I don't know where you are in My Hero. Are you a manga reader or an anime? I'm a a manga reader. Okay, then we can't really have this discussion then. We can't
1: can't
2: really
0: have this discussion then because... Where you are in the anime, and correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, because I haven't completely caught up to the anime. I'm a manga reader. Did the anime start My Villain Academia yet?
1: My, ooh, no. So where where I am is um, Shigaraki is basically now um, leading... Um, the whole kind of villain army, as it right, were, right? That's my villain, so al- end yeah, of yeah. Season- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. fine, yeah. okay, cool. So, that's that's kind of end of season five. So, I'm right. like literally because I was triggered because I was like, okay, I, to be honest, if, if it wasn't for season five and that ending, I would agree with you, yeah. But, but I think, um, getting into that whole Shigaragi story and that sadness and how you know his parents, all, sure. all that stuff, spoilers, sure. I, I started to see that you know, um, diminishing marginal returns like start to you know come up again because. I I'm seeing the story starting to pick up now. You are obviously a manga reader, so oh, yeah. you know ahead of time oh, yeah. what's happening and what's not happening. So you, you you can obviously say Ed would sit down because <laughs> no, it doesn't get better. No, than so this. so but to here's the me, thing, right? really a,
0: a lot of people love the next arc after Endeavor, My Villain Academia. A lot of people. Okay. Like, long-time fans really do like it. It wasn't something that necessarily resonated with me. I think it's a good arc so, still, like, as a whole. And I think the art is obviously always beautiful in My Hero. Um, but I did not resonate with Shigaraki as a character. I'm not somebody who usually sympathizes with villains. I just... I, it's, <laughs> it's difficult for me to do it. And so for me, the My Villain arc didn't work as well. And I felt like with the conclusion of the Endeavor arc, we were really getting a lot of good stuff with the heroes and with the cast. And I really thought there was a lot more they could have built on that before eventually moving into the stuff with the villains. And because we moved away from it, and again, I I have not watched the anime, so I don't know how they spliced certain things together. But as a manga mm. reader, it was semi-jarring for me to then get into my villain academia, see some of the things that occurred, really end up liking it, and then jump into the next story arc after that, which... I had a lot of issues with and I'm not going to spoil you because oh, I do think I do want you to enjoy it blind and, you know, not take what I'm saying into account, like literally just enjoy it for yourself. Um, but me personally, again, without getting into spoilers, I I felt that for what the arc following that was and for how they built it up, um, there should have been a lot more that happened afterwards in the story it's difficult talking like about this in vague terms but i feel like there should have been there should have been a couple more characters that died there should have been a couple more things that like were fully fleshed out and with that not really happening with how big that arc is i was left severely disappointed and then moving into where we are now i just feel like things are, are starting to rush i feel like we're never going to end up getting stuff for certain characters that I really thought were going to be fleshed out. And overall, it just, it kind of seems like a mess to me. And, you know, I get in a lot of trouble for talking about My Hero on Twitter. So I I try not to talk about it as much anymore, but I can say as somebody who covered it weekly, who was, you know, reviewing it on my Twitch and who was reading it weekly, I have not read My Hero Weekly since the conclusion of the, I'm not going to to go into specifics, but of the yeah, war sure. arc. Um, after the war arc, I dropped it. And I have not looked back ever since. And I've checked in every once in a while um, and just caught up on my own time, but I have not done content. I don't plan on doing content. And to me, it's just, mm. it's at a point where I don't think they could really do anything to get me back. Which is a shame because it was something that like I really loved. I mean, I I think that early My Hero Academia, like specifically the stuff in the sports festival, and then even like that lead up to Endeavor, the overhaul arc in the manga, like there's so much good stuff there. And for them to fumble in the way that they did is it's just a massive disappointment to me. And again, people can believe what they want to believe, Damn. right? Feel, feel free yeah. to, you know, disagree with me. That's fine. I, I you know, I, I just feel personally for me, it didn't work. And I was really left disappointed. Yeah.
1: Shot through the heart and it's too yeah. late. No. It's kinda, no, yeah. no, no, no. No, that's fair enough. You know yeah. what? That is, that's fair. And you... You mentioned one thing. Sorry, just one thing. One more thing. You mentioned something about you know um, not doing it on Twitter. Was that mainly because of where the manga's is going, or mainly because audience reaction? Because oh, one thing we say here sure. is yeah. we hate. Yeah, we hate gatekeeping. Like that is one oh, thing it's we here yeah. detest. Yeah. Um, you know, um, and I know solo made some great points in previous episodes. You know, regarding how you come through um, anime. Is it uh, if you don't come through Naruto, if you don't come through this way, then you, if you've only seen this kind of anime, you need to have seen like a really specific kind of niche anime to be considered a, an anime um, watcher. It's it's just ridiculous. At oh times, yeah, you know? yeah. I just wanted to get your take on that.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's funny because when I first started my channel, just like we were talking about earlier, I was covering three series because they were, happened to be the only three series that I watched. Um, um, well, I read, excuse me, which was One Piece, Attack on Titan, and hana which I don't even know if you've ever heard of Akunohana. It's called Flowers of Evil. It's like a, it's a weird psychological slice of life thing. It's very good. Um, and it was published in the same magazine that published Attack on Titan, which is why I was reading it regularly. Um, but, like, spoiler alert, I am actually not that big of an anime fan.
3: What? Nami?
0: Uh, people think, oh. because I do oh. anime, yeah, so oh. people, people okay. think because of what I cover on my YouTube channel that like, I, I have watched so many different anime and like I cover so many different yeah, things and oh, yeah, you yeah. must be like the biggest anime fan in the world. I'm not, man. In fact, it's very difficult for me to get into new series, which is why when I find a series that I really like, I end up going full force into it. But I mean, and okay. I not, like I grew up reading manga. I grew up reading um, One Piece, The Gray Man, Sergeant Frog. Like I like more anime and manga than the average person. But realistically, like if you asked me you could only cover one thing on your channel, video games or, or anime. I mean, I would choose video games all day, every day. I mean, it's how it is. Like, uh, I, I feel much more in tune with the video game industry. I've always sort of felt that. I think you'd even see it in my reactions, right? Like, I don't think I've ever mm-hmm. broken down in tears as much as I did with Smash Brothers' reactions. There were moments, for sure, in One Piece or Hunter Hunter or um, or Naruto where I did break down in tears. But it's it's a different kind of thing right that's like after watching 500 episodes of something that something eventually resonates with me whereas you could literally show me the logo of a certain game and i'll break down crying so that's (laughs) i think that's something that people always assume that like i'm this huge anime fan but i'm really not which is why i always am asking for people's you know recommendations for things and for other (laughs) things that i should cover and what they think i would like because my tastes are very specific and it takes a lot for me to get into other new series and eventually I'll get into them and I'll enjoy them Um or I won't. And then I just don't cover them. But yeah, I mean, I, I guess, again, I've covered more anime than the average person, but like my girlfriend, for example, Reagan, she watches like all the new animes, almost every season, like binges, all these different series. Like she's way more into anime than I am and way more in tune to the fandom. Whereas I'm sort of in my little bubble of shonen, where like, this is what I enjoy. Yep. This is what I enjoy watching and covering. And so, that's why I don't really diverge from that too much. When I do, and I enjoy something like, say, Vinland Saga or um, or some other seinen, that's great. But on the whole, yeah, I really, I, I connect more with shonen. That's I find that so
3: interesting. Um, but and as as you know, to be honest, as we've been doing this podcast, it's actually not that. It's also not as surprising anymore because we interviewed no. uh, Jason Page, um, obviously oh, the yeah, wonderful yeah, okay. man, yeah, that sang the Pokemon theme tune. And he had he yeah. has the exact same assumption made about him. It was like, to be honest, I, not really. I, I mean, I got. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm into Pokemon now, but to be honest, no, I don't really don't really care for much of it outside of that. And it's so because it, there's just natural assumptions. I walk. Well, obviously, if you're the voice that signed the Pokemon theme tune, you must be this like supreme expert. And it's I I think it's right. I mean, certainly for Ed and I, we've found that you know what. Like exactly what you ended that last, what you were just saying. We just like to rely on other people for for recommendations. That's just a, it, because I think absolutely for for me anyway. I don't know what you think, but for me, I think I find more joy in watching anime that way. Rather, I I just I do hundred percent do of course
0: because then, yeah, because I feel like mm. when people recommend me something, right? And they say, okay, so like people were shocked that I have never seen Naruto and Hunter Hunter. Those two series yeah. in particular, when I had mentioned after like f- finishing a lot of my One Piece content and uh, I think Attack on Titan was nearing its end, people were like, okay, we really want to get you into some other series. Like what have you ha- haven't watched or what are things that you would want to watch? And I said, well, I've never watched Hunter Hunter and Naruto despite the fact that everyone's always talking about them, which is then what kicked off doing that Hunter Hunter watch through and eventually the Naruto watch through was because yeah. everyone... Yeah. It, it's kind of one of those like, it's not to go back to the gatekeeping conversation, but it's one of those things where it's like, well, you can't call yourself an anime YouTuber unless you've watched Naruto, or you can't make content <laughs> yeah, unless you've seen Hunter yeah, Hunter. Right. So it's like, fine, okay, I'll watch them, I'll watch them. And it just so happened that Through watching them, I really ended up enjoying them, right? And that's where, you know, the content was then coming out of it, and I was happy uploading the content, and then people, again, saw the natural passion behind it, which is why they were watching the content in the first place. So I sort of fell into it. But I mean, in terms of, like, monthly or weekly anime regularly, there's two that I'm covering right now um, and watching weekly in terms of reactions on my Twitch channel, and that's Ranking of Kings and Attack on Titan. And Attack on yep. Titan, I've literally been a fan of longer on my YouTube channel and made more content on my YouTube channel than almost any other series. So I love Attack on Titan and I'm a manga reader. So I'm excited to see how that stuff comes out in the anime. And Ranking of Kings was something that was new, that was recommended to me, that um has a very different yep. art style that feels very different from the stereotypical anime that you would think of. And that's a big reason yep. why I've been enjoying it. But yeah, I mean, I, it's not like I'm somebody watching everything each season. So... <laughs>
3: Yeah, I, th- I you know I just I I don't know. We and Ed talk about this all the time. I just don't have the time, to, <laughs>
0: so I just, just I don't either. I know, don't. I know. Because <laughs> people are like, time. oh, we want you to cover nine, ten different series. I'm like, well, if I do that, then I can't crank out the content that I'm already making for you. So it's like the yep. catch twenty two. People always want me to cover more things, but at the same time, I can only do so much each week, right? You know, and actually, uh, one quick thing.
3: Uh, yeah, Boji about Ranking of Kings. Uh, I love Boji. He's... one. What a good main it's, character. He's good. It's so good. Go on, go on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Please don't ruin it. I need to... Solo said uh, I need to watch it, so I will watch oh, it's it. Great. It's on my. It's on my list. It's on my list. Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess... So, w- what did you think... What did you feel about... After
3: that, obviously, because well, Naruto is... I mean, come on, man. this is one of the staples. So, g- watching it of course. whilst... Whilst kind of after the fact, whilst you know it's finished, it's basically wrapped up. What you kind of you had a unique perspective because you're going into it completely blind, and I think that's so unique. I mean, it's the reason why I like watching I like watching totally not Mark's videos, because you're just going into it blind. Totally. So for yourself, like yeah, how did you find it? Like, okay, people keep talking about it. I know you said that you enjoyed it, but is there anything specifically about Naruto going through it? That you thought, you know what? it's not worth, it's not as hyped up as it should be or it's overvalued or undervalued. Mm. What was your kind of like, kind of, your kind of cold take on it after you finished it?
0: Yeah, overall, especially now that like I'm removed from it, because you got to remember, I was doing those live stream watch throughs three times a week, every week from this was February, in addition to my regular content. So I was start I started in late January, early February of last year and did not stop. I binged it and literally did four or five episodes of stream three times a week, every week from January up until I think it took us to like September, October. So it was my life for like nine months. And, you know. There was definitely a point, I'd be lying if I said, you know, around like the beginning of the war arc where I was really starting to feel fatigue and I could sort yes, of see yeah, the yeah, cracks yeah. in the armor. Um, But as a whole, no, I totally understand why it's a classic. It's great. And, and there's so many things now that I've noticed in modern shonen that are ripped straight out of Naruto, that it's clear like, oh, this is where this came from, right? Like this is where this character archetype originated from. This is where this yeah, type of yeah. rivalry originated from. There's a lot of stuff like that, that I've come to notice watching it for the first time. Um, I will say, I guess just like over generalized takes, I think Naruto from the very first episode up to the time skip, I think is near flawless. I really enjoyed mm. almost every story arc with the sole thing mm. that I didn't really like okay. being the uh, Konoha crush with um, the the Orochimaru versus um, Hokage fight, which dragged okay. on a yeah, little yeah, yeah. too long. And again, yep. I'm somebody that was binging it and skipping filler, right? So I was watching the anime. Yeah. It wasn't just I was reading it. I was watching every episode. And that was the one time where it really started to drag. But I feel like, the majority of that first segment of Naruto was just phenomenal. And I actually think my favorite arc was the search for Tsunade, where you get the introduction of Itachi. You you find out more about that. You see um, you know, Tsunade, you don't know whether or not she's actually going to go along with Orochimaru. You have the Sanin showdown. You've got Naruto learning the Rasengan. You've got then Tsunade showing off the power where she's using the chakra for her whole body. You have the fight against Kabuto. I mean, there's so many good moments in that from beginning to end that I feel like as a whole that was my favorite arc of the pre-time skip and i know a lot of people really love the chunin exams but i feel like while i enjoyed the chunin exams and the highs of the chunin exams were really high i think consistency-wise beginning to end search for is what kept me the most engrossed so i'd say that, that's
1: that's yeah pre-naruto sorry,
0: that was my favorite yeah
1: uh, that's int- i mean i would um again everyone's entitled to their own, um, opinions and stuff um i personally loved shinon i, I like naruto as well but I know Solo's going to probably um, call me out because I'm saying it wrong but Shippuden <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: No Shippuden you can say whatever you want yeah, uh, yeah exactly we'll I actually loved that just because so. it was
1: quite <laughs> you did last time but anyway um, but it was action packed it was um, it, for me it kind of it developed the characters a bit more you got sure. to understand yeah so that for me was more impactful as a way. And, and as you're a, not as, alone, as by story. the way.
0: I think most people yeah. are like that. And I think for me, just binging it, it was the kind of thing where I would notice how I was feeling, but I would also notice how my mm. chat was feeling. And, cause obviously mm. you've got that back and forth. and. It was clear. I mean, there was a massive drop-off in terms of live viewership from when Naruto ended and went into Shippuden until really the beginning of the pain arc. From that entire segment, it was like we were way lower in viewership. People were obviously not enjoying it as much. I personally wasn't enjoying it as much. I think like the Kazekage rescue mission was the first time I really noticed like a lot of filler. Uh, Tenji Bridge, I thought, was fine. Like I liked Sai more than other people, but I felt that went on a little too long. And I think the... The the highlight of the stuff pre pain and all the stuff with Jiraiya and Sasuke versus Itachi, I think the highlight of it for me was Shikamaru versus Hidan. But even that, like, I wasn't resonating as much with um, Asuma, right? Like, Shikamaru's teacher, because Mm. we didn't really get a lot of time to spend with him in Naruto anyway. So when he died, a lot of people in my chat were like, "Oh my God, this was a moment that made me break down into tears." I'm like, "I gotta be honest, I barely even remember this guy's name," and yeah. I'm <laughs> binging it. So it's like it's the kind of thing that it, it didn't hit me the same way. Um, of course, there were moments. Like I think one of the best, literally one of the best moments in all of Shippuden, Two of them, in fact, are in the Akatsuki Suppression Mission. One where you get that anime canon scene with uh, Shikamaru and his father playing shogi. Oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, the yeah, animation yeah, yeah. Yeah. and the the voice acting in that scene is superb. Um, where, you know, you have Shikamaru's dad asking him, you know, what's really important? What are we doing this for? And then you have Shikamaru thinking about Asuma's sacrifice. And then, of course, that iconic scene in the forest, right? Shikamaru gets the cigarette lit up by Asuma yeah. as he buries Hidana yeah. alive. And the deer coming <laughs> to the forest. Bro, like, that that hit me. That was probably one of my favorites of uh, early Shippuden. But then, of course, as we move further into it, yeah, I mean, like, that, that chunk of episodes from I'd say it was like 133 until the fated battle between brothers, which is like the death of Jiraiya, the back Jiraiya versus pain. And then like Sasuke versus Itachi and then Itachi's death. Like we did that chunk of episodes in one five hour live stream. So like the, the emotion that I went through starting the stream with Jiraiya's death and ending it with Itachi's death was just too much. And I don't think there was another single live stream I did in the history of that watch through where I went through more emotions than I did with that chunk of episodes, which I think is the peak of the entirety of Naruto, including pre-time skip. Yeah.
3: That's a good point. I think Jiraiya, I think because I personally, so one of my favorite fights actually, and one of my favorite arcs is that, um, uh the the well basically when gerard dies that i think that right, part right. is this was one of my favorite parts of narrative narrative um in general so I, I i resonate with that um that's so I'm, good i'm gonna take a i take a little turn now because i know we have followers okay let's hear it and i know they're gonna be saying why don't you ask about base, so we'll ask about warbase
1: <laughs> <laughs> but... before, before, let's go. Before... Before we go to One Piece, because um, obviously maybe people might tune out or whatever, we do have an arcs of use, um, Roger. So as you may or may not know, we do um, something called Solo Special Stories, right. uh, okay. where Solo okay. solo yeah. has to make um, a Pokemon sound scary. Um, and then I add the editing, the dramatic music, so on and so forth um, onto it. So he won't do it now, but if you could give us the uh, Pokemon um, out of the one original 150, if you can, if sure. You can let us know which, um, we, I, and if you say the Pokemon we, we've done already, I'll let you know. I imagine, I think I know what you're going to say. You already I, know I, what I'm I mean, going to say. It's to my like, favorite
0: Pokemon, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so if you could just tell the audience which which which, which Pokemon Solo needs to make scary, I got that'll this. be awesome, and then we'll do it. Yeah, go.
0: Okay, so a little bit of backstory on this, all right? I remember seeing this Pokemon for the first time in a thing of Nintendo Power. There was a magazine, Nintendo Power, here in North America, that had a preview for Pokemon Stadium on the N64, right? And Mm -hmm. the first screenshot of any Pokemon game I ever saw, because I was into the card game before I was into the actual games, the first... Screenshot I ever saw of a game was of this Pokemon using Fire Blast, Ice Beam, Thunder, and Hyper Beam. And at the time, I thought, <laughs> wow, man, what? this has got to be the most powerful Pokemon <laughs> in the whole game. Little did I know that it was just because he's a normal type, he could learn every move. But I saw this screenshot that those were the four moves that he had, and I thought, wow, I need to have this Pokemon on my team. And he's cute, but he's also super powerful, so I can't wait to use him. And he's been my favorite Pokemon ever since I am going to ask Solo to make Lickitung scary.
3: Tough. Okay. This is tough. I'm not even going to lie to you. This is tough. I, I think you I, can do it, Solo. You've had some tough ones. You can do it. You can I know, do it. You, know you know what the thing is? I knew it's Lickitung because you, you even said it, it on multiple streams, multiple videos.
0: He's my favorite, the background. in every, the every background
2: Pokemon of your game. videos. <laughs> every Pokemon game I have ever streamed
0: <laughs> as a playthrough on my YouTube channel, every Pokemon game ever where he's available, I've had Lickitung in my final squad. <laughs> <And there's laughs> never, literally, if Lickitung's available in the game, he's on my team. Like if, It's like I, sh- I only have five Pokemon because I know a six slot's always going to be no, going to be, be yeah. One of those is going to be
3: Nikita. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Oh, God. All right. All right. Okay. I will give it a try. That, that's a tough one. I'm ready. You can do it. I'll do it. will so be I'll fun. it. I'll do it. A bit of background yeah. for you, actually, Roger, on this. So this was born out of an idea. that okay. I thought that if Pokemon were real, people wouldn't think they're all cute. They would be horrified. Of course. Okay? Of course. Like, The first one I did was uh, Jigglypuff. Like walking into, walking down a dark alley and seeing Jigglypuff—that's <laughs> not a fun thing. Like just seeing the glare no. from the big eyes, that's not fun. So that's the, <laughs> that's where it's born from. But I will, I will definitely give Lickitung a try. I'll turn it scary, I'll turn it scary, for sure.
0: I will yeah, say though, I will, people say that all the time where they're like, yeah, you like Lickitung, but Lickitung would be nasty and you would never want to have one in real life. Bro, I don't know if you've seen the Detective Pikachu movie, but Lickitung is one of the Pokemon that was in the yeah, Detective Pikachu yeah. movie. Yeah, he did. yeah, yeah. And they made him realistic. <laughs> and despite his, despite his giant sloppy tongue, <laughs> I still thought they made him look real cute. So I still would want a <laughs> Lickitung. Despite oh having seen him in real life, I still want to
3: wick. <laughs> Let's give it a try. I'm gonna have to like give him a give him a move or something. Just give him a move there you that's go. scary. You can learn anything, right? So I'll give him a move. He can um, pretty
0: much learn anything. Yeah, look up his moveset online. Yeah, that's silly. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly that's what I'm gonna do.
1: Alright, Roger. So as we promised you, this is solo special stories. So we hope you enjoy it. You chose lick a tongue, and I'm now gonna hand it over. Solo.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a while, hasn't it? It's been a while. It's been a while. So everybody, close your eyes, sit back. It's time for another episode of Solo's Special Stories. You're tossing and turning. You roll to the side and look at the alarm clock. 2.59. It's dark. It's quiet. You can hear the cars slowly rolling outside the city outside. You sit up in your bed. You're a bit thirsty, you decide to go downstairs and get some water. As you walk towards your bedroom door, you feel something sticky on the floor. you look under at your face. It's like slime. You take the sock off and throw it away, you don't think much of it. As you walk down the hallway, you start to hear drips. You're looking around, it's dark, the shadows. You can't see anything. you start to see drips, puddles in front of you. You look up and you start to see a dark shape in the corner of the landing you walk towards it slowly. As you get closer and closer, you realise that you can't move your feet. Your leg starts to... starts to hesitate. You feel a paralysing sensation crawl up your leg. Your hips. You can't move. You start to look down. You see that you're standing in a puddle of this weird slime you hear a thud dark shape from the corner of the landing moving closer and closer this weird shape with a dragging sound on the floor you see a weird animal with a huge tongue scraping along the floorboards you can't move your breath is even harder to take in as it gets closer and closer your eyes are pulled open Unflinching, I'm unblinking. I'm the mouth opens wide and darkness swallows you. Complete. Ooh, sticky. <laughs> yeah. That was a tough one. This licking is actually been seen. I was a tough one. I like that. I, yeah, I thought, I thought, you know what, I'll go for I remember that he's got a move called lick, obviously. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and yeah. And remember. Yeah
3: has a chance to paralyze. Mm.
1: So I used to, I I use like that. that. I, I used like that. that. I, I, I used no, no, that. No, 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 that was good. I was, yeah. I was getting, I would actually have loved to have even heard more because you were drawing me in. You know, I felt the, the slickiness, you know, you know, I was, I was, when... myself was paralyzed when you were speaking. I couldn't move. I'm not even joking. So like, I couldn't move. <laughs>
3: And that's when you cut off the story.
1: Oh, what happened? He swallowed him in darkness. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded, it sounded like Bane. Darkness. Darkness.
3: <laughs> but we really adopted it.
1: <laughs> we hope we did lick it on um justice, Roger. Um now nah, that I think you did.
3: I was I was I'm okay with it. I'm happy with that one. I, that one. I, I think feel good about I that really, one. I feel good about it. I really
1: I really like that. Um I really like the whole kind of build up to it, you know. Um yeah. and even the slime, you know, it gives you that mystery. Uh yeah, exactly. You don't cu- you don't kind of
3: see it. The yeah, breath yeah, yeah. and
1: everything. No, that was good solo. I remember he, he does this off the fly people, so this isn't a case where I try. he's I try. trying he's writing lyrics or anything. This is all freestyle so kudos to the Top to you, of the solo. dome
3: boy. <laughs> On do, 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 do. the Kendrick Lamar uh, of oh, Solo yeah. Special Stories. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the oh, hot, hot gosh. six. All right, <laughs> calm on now. I don't want to get you
1: too gassed. Oh, yeah, I'm the Kendrick Lamar.
2: Get out of <laughs> him, man.
1: <laughs> no, but thank you so much, Roger, for that Pokemon. um We really appreciate it. Hopefully you, you. that. And hopefully, you all enjoyed this. Hello, Zuko here. Ed and Solo. I just want to leave a message to just root you guys on getting to your 100th episode of Super Anime Podcast. And as your Fire Lord, I want to say, go get your 100th episode, capture the Avatar, and regain your honor. And keep going, you guys. Keep it up. Go far past 100. Fly by it. Congratulations and good luck. All right, now back to the show. Um, I
3: know we haven't got, du- uh, got you for much longer, so I want to talk a little bit about One Piece. But I want to take a different time. Sure. So it, like... I know I could be I could do ask the easy questions and ask about favorite character and so on and so forth. Ben said I want you kind of just to, to kind of take a step back from One Piece because we have a lot of a lot of people that often ask us why we think One Piece is one of the best stories in general. So I kind the of One, one Piece fanboy. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you the same question. Like, what, 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 what for you anyway? What specifically is it about One Piece that just continually just keeps you engaged?
0: The world building, no doubt. I mean, I think that's the thing mm. that I've always liked about One Piece, and this is how I always answer the question whenever it gets brought up. I think the world building in One Piece is, like, unmatched, almost. There's very few series that have done mm. and and brought me to the emotions that I felt in terms of, like, the overall world. Maybe Attack on Titan's kind of the only other one that I could think of in terms of something as an overall package I like was heavily invested in not just the characters, but like the goings on of everything else surrounding them. Um, yeah, the chapters that I most look forward to, like reading week to week of One Piece, are not the fight chapters, right? Like the fights are hype, yeah, but yeah. I get more hype for arcs like the Reverie, where yes. it's a lore dump about like the void yep. century and the Gorosei and the meaning of all these other characters and what it means for the overall world and the abolishment of the Shichibukai, right? Like that's the yeah. kind of stuff that really intrigues me and keeps me reading week to week. And how would you, how would you, how would you, I guess,
3: persuade someone to get involved in or to, to start One Piece? Because it's we think it's quite hard. We think that we end up sounding like religious zealots every time we try no, to get no, it. No, no.
0: see, I, people, people say that, but it's it's so funny. I feel like people are afraid to say this because they're gonna get flack from the hardcore One Piece fans. But you know what? The hardcore One Piece fans are already mad at me because I think Oda makes mistakes sometimes because he's a human being. So let me just say this right now. the And you guys are very anti-gatekeeping anime as well. And so I honestly yeah, think this is the it. best answer. I think if you wanna get somebody into One Piece, show them the episode of East Blue. It is a two-hour anime special that goes through a shortened version of the first 50 episodes of the show, right? It gives you the backstory Mm. of Luffy. It takes Mm -hmm. you through Serp Village, Orange Town, um, Baratier, and Arlong Park. It takes you all the way up to, you know, when they get to the, the Grand Line and they're going up Reverse Mountain, all that stuff is all an episode of East Blue. I think that is a really good way to summarize the early part of the series, gives you a glimpse into the characters, and sort of, I think will be a good litmus test for whether or not you're going to enjoy it. And if you show that to somebody, because it's only two hours versus recommending they watch 50 episodes of a show, which is a huge ask, right? Yeah, I'd say, tell them to watch it. And if they're at all intrigued after watching episode of East Blue, tell them to then start by watching Arlong Park. Like starting at Arlong Park again, I obviously they would have seen like 20 or 30 minutes of it from watching up to the East Blue. But I'd say then watch or read Arlong Park, because I think if you do not like Arlong Park, you are not going to enjoy One Piece straight up. I've never, Mm. ever in my life (laughs) met somebody who has disliked Arlong Park and then has enjoyed the rest of One Piece. And I've also never met anybody who has liked Arlong Park, who then did not want to read more of One Piece. So I think Mm -hmm. Arlong Park is the perfect litmus test. You get really great drama with the characters. You've got the core cast there. You get a really good fight with Luffy and Arlong. You get some also excellent fights with Zoro and Sanji as well. You get a characterization with Nami. You get some of the humor. I think it's a good infusion of everything that makes One Piece good in a very diluted short amount of time. Um, No, I'm sorry. Diluted is the wrong word. I mean, concentrated. It's like a concentrated Concentrated dose of One Piece, basically. And you get a really good uh, flashback as well with the stuff with Belmare. So I think that is my suggestion. Recommend they watch episode of East Blue. If they're at all intrigued, start with Arlong Park and just read read or watch all of of Arlong Park. Excuse me. It's hard to say that five times fast. And (laughs) (laughs) And then if they enjoy that, they'll enjoy the rest of the series. That's my take. Yeah.
1: Do you no. know, what? I actually love that recommendation because let's mm. be honest, I know we're all One Piece band boys, but it does drag uh, at Of course it does, of course. And I think it's ludicrous you that guys like, we're
0: not allowed yeah. to say that. I think it's so exactly. stupid that if you're a hardcore fan, that you're not allowed to criticize and say, oh something, of course it, you it takes yeah. 50 episodes before it gets good. It's like, look, I, I'm gonna, this is gonna trigger a lot of people, but I'm gonna <laughs> say Go it. For I don't <laughs> care. Go for it, we, we, we love Morel.
2: triggering. Okay. Go for it. I said
0: this on a live stream a couple weeks ago. I really like Jojo Part 3, right? I've watched all of Mm -hmm. Jojo Part 1, all of Jojo Part 2. I think Part Two is pretty good. Part 1's classic, obviously, and Part 3 was great. I really, really, really want to watch Part 5, because I know I'm going to love Part 5, because it takes place in Italy. It's got the stuff with Giorno, and the music is going to be good. I know I'm going to like it when I eventually watch it. But... I don't want to skip part four because everyone said it's crucial that you don't part skip. Watch all of part four. Mm -hmm, So I went mm -hmm, fine. mm -hmm. So I started doing a watch through of part four and let me tell you, that is one of the most painful walkthroughs I've ever done. <laughs> I straight up, not only not only did I not enjoy it, I vehemently hated it. And I wow. was like, no, but you have to watch like 20 episodes. You have to get to Kira. And then it really takes off. Spoiler alert, I got to Kira and I still didn't enjoy it. And it's, the kind of thing, it's the kind of thing where like, you know, people are telling you, you have to watch this thing. You have to enjoy this portion of it in order to enjoy the next part. You don't have to enjoy it. Now, will I probably watch the rest of part four on my own time, despite the fact I'm not really enjoying it? Sure, because it's my job as an anime YouTuber. And I feel like JoJo is one of those things like Hunter, Hunter, or Naruto, where I just, I want to know everything about it just okay. so yeah, I yeah. sort of have the context for other discussions, right? But will I continue doing a watch-through of part four? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna watch it at my own time. And that's absolutely fine. And that's it. Yeah, of course. But I th- and I think that's totally fine, right? I, I think so many people when watching their favorite creators, they want to see their favorite creators love the thing that they they love. love. Mm, And I think um, a lot of, uh, specifically anime fans, I think a lot of anime fans make certain shows part of their own personality and make it their own personality trait that when you say you don't like something, it (laughs) offends them because they feel personally offended by it. When when I'm saying that an anime that somebody likes is not good, that's not a testament to me disliking a person, right? It's me just saying, this anime is not for me. That's it. I'm not enjoying it. Exactly. You know? And that's that. Or even an aspect of an anime, like what we were talking about with the Big Mom Amnesia thing. It's the same thing. It's like, I I didn't enjoy that, but it doesn't mean that I suddenly hate this series or that I hate you as a person for thinking this thing is, you know, good. It's just we have differing opinions. That's fine. You know, I, I had a discussion on Twitter the other day with um people who were shocked that I liked Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, which is like a yeah. spin-off Final Fantasy game that was on GameCube. And I really genuinely loved it. And people were like, after I had made that tweet, they're like, Well did you know it got a three on IGN? Or did you know that like there's all these problems with the game? I'm like right? oh, I'm like, on. I don't care, bro. I'm like, I'm like the thing I like the game so much. I don't particularly care if it got a three on that's fine. That's their review. I don't care. I still like it. You know, like it's is not it? I'm confident enough. I think I'm confident enough in what I like where I'm interested in hearing negative opinions about things and criticism of that thing that I like, but it's not going to negatively impact my thoughts on it. And I always tell people on my live streams that if you are negatively impacted by criticism of your favorite things, I would say look inside yourself because I would say nine times out of ten, you probably don't like that thing as much as you actually think you like it and you just mm. like having it a part of your personality and talking to people about it and saying, oh yeah, this is a thing I really, really love. But in reality, you probably don't like that thing that much and it triggers you that somebody says they dislike it because then you take it as a slight against your character because you've made exactly. it part of your character and you never should and you know what? people
3: that... take things way too personally absolutely so no no i was just gonna say i agree with that because it's 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 a hard because especially where especially something like anime um people like you said roger they 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 attach themselves to it so much that and also one thing I don't like as well, that people sometimes just like something because it's just the popular thing to like at that time. So right. I remember- Demon me, Slayer, <clears throat> Right, there, there we go. So well, no, I mean, <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be honest,
0: Demon Slayer, despite the issues with the end of the manga, I still feel Demon Slayer is better than My Hero Academia. So, and, and not oh. even- not oh, And I think, and I will okay. also even say this, I don't even <laughs> I think you. it's close. <laughs>
2: Ex- I don't years? even think yes. no, I'm it's I'm yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, But, it's, but, oh, but the thing, I, 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 I disagree. But go on. No, but simple. see, that's this the is,
0: thing is, is that look, we can have a we can have a discussion about right. this. Yeah, yeah course, and I'm course. not like exactly. I don't just because you disagree. I'm not suddenly like oh I can't respect your takes on any end. Exactly, ever. Can't exactly, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, instead, I, it actually intrigues me. Right when somebody says that, I'm actually like okay, well please tell me why you don't feel the same way because it opens up that discussion. Like I'm somebody who. Enjoys reading negative reviews of things I like or listening to other people mm because it's a different take of my own. It's not people regurgitating the same thing that I've already said in a video or or things I've already heard from twenty other people. You know, it's and so that so this and that
3: was you guys have just said exactly what I was going to say. But I think this is 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 great. I would rather speak with people. That, can, that we can have an honest conversation. Well, I don't like that. I mean, you're allowed yes. to.
0: That's your opinion, but I don't.
3: And show me your reasons why. Like my one of my favorite films is a film called uh, The Fifth Element uh, but with- Oh um, yeah,
0: see this would be a whole discussion because I'm not
2: a Fifth Element fan. The, the, this is so it. So there you go. This is and it, this fine. is it. Exactly. Oh,
3: yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people <laughs> don't like it. A lot of people think it's stupid. It is sure. weird, and it is. So it is, I can, but I can see that because I've allowed myself to actually have the conversation with people. It doesn't mean that I yeah. don't like it anymore. And no, still you enjoy one of my it in Spider-Man,
0: it doesn't matter. You still like exactly. it. Exactly. I, and I that, that, like that means you genuinely like that thing. And that's good. That's how everyone
3: should be. But hey, I don't know. Some people like, and I think you're right. I think with within anime, I think it's, it, there is sometimes, and you know the bad thing is that there is such a backlash when you say you don't like certain anime. It's just, yeah, you know why though, just I'm just insane. gonna
0: straight up say it. This is why, this is why it's such a problem in the anime community. Because for as much as there's people like us who are normal people who enjoy anime or <laughs> like talking about it, <laughs> there is. I, I mean, you know, there's the people who sit inside all day and just watch anime and it's their life, right? And so again, mm. when it becomes part of their personality trait that the only thing that they look forward to in their life is like reading a manga chapter on Sunday, and then you tell them that that one joy in their life is not good, they're going to take it as a criticism, right? Because yeah, that's, that's like, uh, yeah. like as a, not, a, they're going to take that criticism, I should say, as a personal slight against themselves. And they shouldn't. What they What they should do is go outside. They should touch grass. They should do, do something else with their life. They, you know what they should try? They should try getting into cooking. They should find a different hobby. They should diversify themselves than just sit in their basement and watch anime all day. Because if that's all that they're doing and that's their core personality trait, then at the end of the day, I'm sorry, but that's you're going to end up being like that and you're going to take things a lot more personally when someone says they don't like your favorite thing. Yeah, and you know what? I don't. That's, I, don't that's that is I don't mean that as. I don't mean yeah. that as like an insult. I really mean that. Like, nah, nah. go outside, go find another hobby, diversify yourself, and you'll be much better off.
3: Do you know? And, and that that. So I remember me and Ed and I have had multiple conversations about this. When you in when you're in an echo chamber, you think everything is exactly as you see it. So, right. for example, we this year Ed and I went to Ed. You mentioned it earlier on. We went to a convention. Now, Ed and I have different thoughts about Demon Slayer. Granted, but because we speak to ourselves, we only see in these two perspectives. Right. Roger, when we went to the anime convention, we kept saying, "I can't, I can't believe how many Demon Slayer cosplays there are." It's, of course, it's everywhere. Is but I, we we had it. That was the first one of the first one of the year. So well, we didn't oh, go yeah. to one last year. So we just it just wasn't something we were expecting, and it didn't mean it didn't change our viewpoint. But it was just good to see a different not. different opinion and a different perspective. Um, and we I mean, interested. it was this wild. I, it's, yeah. I'm
0: glad you brought that up, right? Because it, it's one of those things where I notice this a lot whenever the Oricon sales come out at the end of the year. Because for the past two years, One Piece has not been in first place anymore. And yep. in fact, it's been mm-hmm. dwindling a lot. If you look at the 2020 Oricon sales, One Piece dropped from first to third. And then if you look at 2021, One Piece dropped from third to sixth. And My Ooh. Hero Academia, Attack on Titan, Tokyo Revengers, Yaiba, and Jujutsu Kaisen all sold more than One Piece. And I saw so many One Piece fans who were like, well, it doesn't matter if we didn't sell it uh, as much as everybody else. Because the <laughs> series is just appealing to the popular people. Whereas two years before, what was the most impo- uh, important thing to yeah. One Piece fans? Oh, yeah, our series is selling the best. Like, the best. We're obviously, number one. we Because we sell we're the most. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right. But then when suddenly they're not number one anymore. Oh, well, Demon Slayer is number one, but it doesn't matter. It's trash. It's appealing to people. Oh, Jujutsu <laughs> Kaisen, kind of it doesn't matter. It's Stupid. Oh, whatever. The anime is really good, which is why they're selling so much. It's like, no, man. There's a there's a pretty big distinction between 30 million copies sold of Jujutsu Kaisen in a year versus seven million of One Piece. That it's not like it's It's close. That's That's a a huge drop. Like Jujutsu Kaisen was 30 million. Kimetsu no Yaiba Demon Mm. Slayer was 29 million. Then Tokyo Revengers was 24. And then it drops up down to 7.3 to Attack on Titan. Then 7.2 to My Hero and then 7.2 to One Piece. So it's like One Piece and, and, and My Hero were close, but the other four were like well above it. And again, sales is not a testament to the quality of a series, but two years prior, so many One Piece fans would have said that. So many One Piece fans, because they were in first place, were like, oh my God, yeah. we're the best, the best selling series, <laughs> we're the but now they're not in first place anymore, and so suddenly they feel slighted when something else is taking over. So I understand it, but the the ultimate thing is, you're gonna enjoy what you enjoy, right? Like, it doesn't exactly. matter Exactly. One Piece could exactly. literally sell four million copies. I'm not gonna care, I still enjoy yeah, it. Who cares? I'm it. here for the ride, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm still gonna like it. Like, Demon Slayer is not better than One Piece or whatever to me just because it suddenly sold 29 million copies. But I I think it's also important to look at the cultural zeitgeist and see that like, exactly. hey, exactly. this is resonating with a lot of people. And people could say mm. what they want online, but like you said, when you go to an anime convention and you've got everyone dressing up as Tanjiro and and yeah, uh, you yeah, know, yeah, Zenitsu yeah. and Nezuko Rengoku and all this stuff, and, stuff, and yeah. Rengoku and stuff, you're like, oh man, okay, this is a lot bigger than what's inside my actual exactly. bubble that I'm talking to every week. So yeah, I think it's really important to get those differing perspectives. Do you now. think there honest, is...
1: um? Be honest, be honest. Sorry, sorry, I was just going to... Do you think there's still a part to play for story in anime? Or do you think animation is now what is king regarding just an anime sales or an anime being good? Because I know one thing Demon Slayer... Um, enthusiasts always says animation is great, and it is great. I personally don't think the story as as great, but again, I haven't read the manga. But and just in general, do you think story is kind of being less important and animation is now being more
0: Man, important? I'm gonna say something super controversial right now, but oh, that's Go for it, it.
1: go Rubbing for
0: it. Hands. Okay. Rubbing my hands. Yeah. We have, every shonen that is currently being published right now is pretty much a retelling of a story that we've seen in another shonen at some point, right? Shonen Boom. follows it follows certain tropes, right? And depending, depending on the type of story ties that resonate with you, right? I think you could mm-hmm. personally think a story's really... Like for me, we talked about this with One Piece earlier. The world building in One Piece, I feel is pretty much almost unmatched. The only other that I could think of that came close, at least in terms of my opinion, was Attack on Titan, right? Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like My Hero, for example. The thing that kept me reading My Hero was the characterization. It wasn't really the story. It was the yeah. characters. Mm. I love the characters. I think Demon Slayer is the same way. I'm not, I'm not watching Demon Slayer for the story. I'm watching Demon mm. Slayer because... Because the animation's beautiful and I like the core cast of characters. So yes, I do think animation plays a key part in why so many of these things are blowing up because when you look at Yaiba and Jujutsu Kaisen, it's not like Mm. a shock that they had beautiful animes and now they're suddenly like these great selling series. You know, Uh look at Attack on (laughs) Titan. It's the same thing from the get-go with the very first season of Attack on Titan. The animation was gorgeous. And really Mm -hmm. outside of a few bumps here and there, the animation in Attack on Titan has been so solid every single season then I feel like, yeah, it absolutely does play a part in it. Now, the the thing that I would say would be an argument in the other direction is, OK, well, Roger, the One Piece anime has never looked better than ever before. So why is it that One Piece's manga sales are dwindling when the anime looks so so good right now and i'm going to be honest it's because the people who are watching the anime are already manga readers most of the time there are people who mm-hmm. have been with it yeah. for hundreds and hundreds of episodes uh, and yep. people who understand that this is a very long running series and that if something is dwindling and like the pacing is slower and you're in a really big arc i can't tell you the amount of one piece fans who have told me personally at conventions messaged me you know left super chats whatever who have said i'm going to be honest roger i am bored by wano country i'm going to binge it when it's done and and oh, so I yeah, think yeah, 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 that's yeah, a big yeah. reason why One Piece is dwindling in sales is I think there's a lot of people who are just gonna wait until the yeah. th- that manga arc is over and they're gonna binge the volumes and they're gonna binge the anime and that'll be that and then they'll get through it. I think we're gonna see a huge bump in One Piece sales once we actually leave Wano. But for as long as we're in Wano, I don't think One Piece is breaking out of that top five anymore. I mean, or, or breaking into that top five, I should say, because look at everything that's there right now. Revengers yeah. is still huge. Yaiba just had mm. another... Amazing anime season. Jujutsu Kaisen's about to get another one. Attack on yep. Titan's on the final part. And My Hero's coming back. And Chainsaw Man and Spy Family are both getting anime adventures. <laughs> they're both here. So they're not even, over, here they're not even here yet. It's like, over. Yeah, they're yeah, not even here yet. Yeah. They're not even here yet. It's going to happen by the end of the year. And that's not even including if there's some other new series that could end up blowing up in the year. So I really think, like, until Wano is over, we're not getting out of that, you know, bottom five. Yeah. Is, you know, and the funny yeah. thing is what you said about,
3: um, like, so I've been watching One Piece well over 10 years now. Yeah, what you said what the same thing I this is this is how I got into the one reading a manga I used to but we used to I mean my brothers did, did we all did the exact same thing we would let it build up to about literally about 80 or 80 plus episodes binge it right. then wait binge it then wait and then I got right. to dress Rosa go I was like and I think the last episode I remember it, the last episode was when Luffy bit his bit his and he said Gear for her. and then he, I was like no 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 I need to see immediately What's well, and, and then no, I started course. reading a manga. But apart from that, was just myself. The rest of my brothers, nope, they're still on the bench. So I've got, I've got my one of yeah. brothers hasn't watched it since Just Rosa. He has, he goes, there no, I'll go. wait till Wano finishes. Then I'll sit down and just watch the whole thing. So he's got Whole yeah. Cake Island, Zoe. Sorry he's, watching, sorry, he's at Zoe. Sorry, he's at Zoe. Yeah. So he's, he, has, yeah. he hasn't watched Zoe. He hasn't watched Reverie. He hasn't watched Wano. And he loves One yeah. Piece. Absolutely loves it. But he'll wait. Of course, and that's the. You're right. I think a lot, a lot of anime watches do that with. Well, One Piece fans do that with One Piece, the anime, anyway.
0: Of Um. course, there's a ton of, and I, and again it's not what you vehemently are seeing online, right? Because the people Mm -hmm. that you're seeing talking about it online are those week-to-week readers who it's the one thing that's good in their life is talking about one piece. And so like, that is why it becomes such a big deal when you go on Twitter and you say something negative about it, or you say you didn't like the, you say the chapter's nine out of 10 instead of 10 out of 10, and people are on your butt about it, you know, it's like, (laughs) that's why, right? Because the dedicated people, the minority, the people who read it every single week and are the loudest, those are the people that we're seeing the most right but when you Mm. get out of your own sphere and you talk to the fandom at large it's not like that you know there's a lot of people are the anime only just like ed there's a lot of people who are binging it like your brothers right and that is a huge thing to take into consideration that i think people who are doing it week to week or covering it online don't think about as much
1: yeah nice i'm gonna i'm gonna take it a quick i'm gonna make it a bit light what if uh, on one piece Mm -hmm? but um what would you uh, if you were to be in mario kart who would you like to face and drive against um as a one piece character uh, if you were, and yeah i will just want to okay, clarify yeah, this question uh, wait, yeah wait, on, i, mean, so I want to get involved wait, wait, wait. in
0: this so the question, so the, question <laughs> the question is if i was in mario kart what yeah. One Piece character would I want
1: to drive as? You mean, do you mean Mario Kart? Oh, drive, mean- drive, a, dr- Mario Kart, sorry, Mario Kart. I was going to say, I was Mario thinking, Kart. huh? Oh, okay, Mario, sorry. okay. I'm like, you <laughs> want me to say Rufy's in Mario Kart? Like, what? okay. No, 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 which, 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 which character would you want to drive against, against, like...
0: In Mario uh, Kart, would I want monkeys. to drive against? I have, bro. What? Like
2: I have no <laughs> idea. Um,
0: <And> what <laughs> character would I want to drive against in Mario Kart? I yeah. mean, I guess Baby Mario. cuz okay, I just run him off the road? No, I no, guess, no, but no, like, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: So, I meant. So, sorry. Let me let me restructure. Yeah, try Try again. Try again. Try again. Okay. Tra- tra- yeah. Okay, tra- so tra- it's, it's One Piece meets Mario Kart right so okay. you're all on there um, on on the, on the starting line Okay. is there a character because you know one uh, Mario Kart you can use items to hit people so on and so forth gotcha okay is there is there a character as you driving as Roger's base is there a character in One Piece you would love to drive against and beat them in a and a. I understand. You don't fight. literally mean okay. that we're in Mario yeah. Kart.
0: You're saying we're playing Mario oh, yeah, Kart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're really the question you're asking is <laughs> what One Piece character would I want to play Mario Kart with? Is the actual question. Basically, yeah, okay, yeah.
2: So <laughs> no, okay.
0: no, 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 that's all good. I was going, I'm, like, I'm like, all right, I got to figure out what One Piece characters would work in the Mario Kart version. I got to figure out what Mario characters I like. I'm like, do we, are we talking Rosalina? Like, what's going on here? Oh, I love like, that like, no, I got you, I got you. I mean, I don't know. What, what, what? This is a weird one. Chopper, I guess. I don't know. Like, Chopper oh, seems like he'd like one, video actually. games. Chopper or Usopp seem like they would like video games. So, I'd say Chopper or Usopp.
1: <laughs> okay, fair enough. There no, I go. just wanted to ask a random question. No, it's oh, a so funny a random question.
0: Asked... It was no, funny. I'm <laughs> glad you did.
1: I was like... caught me off guard, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, cool. And then on, on the random questions, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. So, on, on the random questions, as you know, you do the One Piece um, chow down. Of course. So if you if you could, and for those who know Roger, basically on um, um, Funimation Project where he cooks um, various meals off One Piece, um, Correct. which is great. Go and definitely go and check that out. If you could th- if you could make a three course meal for mm. any one piece villain
2: who oh, would it be
0: If I could make a three course meal for any one piece villain Oh that's tough that's a good one though I like that Uh I'm trying to think of the villains that I see the problem is I, I would be I would say Doflamingo cuz Doflamingo is my favorite villain however Same, I yeah. worry that if Doflamingo didn't like the meal he would kill me so- <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know if, I don't know if the That's right choice. Sure. I don't know if dopamine the right choice. I'm like, who would, who would be a one piece villain that I don't think would murder me if I cooked <laughs> the meal incorrectly? Um, that is tough. I would say, hmm, I'm going to say Perona, right? Because she's oh. a villain, but she's not really like, I, I don't think Perona would kill me. If no. I made the meal incorrect. I think she'd send like a hollow ghost my way or something. And yeah, make me sad for a couple of days. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. She'll do that. She'll do yeah, Perona's I, I, I think a good one. That's a good easy way out of that. Because she's kind of a, a, a friend to the strides as well. As for what I would make for the meal... um Interesting. Let me think about it. I, I make a pretty good pesto. I got to say, I make a pretty good mm. pesto. I would say maybe we'll do like a pesto pasta thing as like the main entree. Maybe with like some seafood, throw some shrimp in there or something. A shrimp pesto. Shrimp scampi mm. pesto would be kind of good. Um, I'd say for the appetizer... I would make, I can make these really amazing little bacon, egg, and cheese wrap things. I would make those. They're like fried bacon, egg, and cheese wraps. They're really good. I would make those as my appetizer, even though it doesn't really go well with the pesto. I guess for an appetizer (laughs) to go along with the pesto so she would be happy, I would say you make like a specialty garlic bread. You make like a garlic Mm. bread with a bruschetta on the side. I think it would be really good. And then I think for the dessert, I would make my specialty hot chocolate. That's what I would do. Yeah. Mm, nice. No, thank yeah. you. Thank you. You're very welcome. That, see now, that is a question that makes more
1: sense than who would I play, Mark? <laughs> 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 so I'm my mind scrambled there. No, no, like, my my It was it, my mind was scrambled there. No, bro, sorry, it was funny. Sorry, it's it's
0: funny. It was funny. I liked it. I'm glad you asked me that. I'm gonna be thinking about that all week now. Like,
1: <laughs> go silent.
0: Yeah. Let's 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 stay with let's stay with One Piece. Let's hear it.
3: I I let's talk theories. Okay.
0: Okay, so, let's
3: go. Let's talk theories. And Ed, I'll try and talk, stay away from anything that's kind of too spoiled. No, 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 go for it. Go for it. Go for yeah? it. Go okay, for it, go cool. For it. So Yeah, yeah. In terms of so I I personally think that in certain like so okay, let me go back. I am upset with the lack of focus that Usopp has been getting in the last ah,
0: maybe okay,
3: year and a half. Like I don't he's not he hasn't really ever since I don't know dress rosa i haven't really seen a big usop moment what do you think Oda's is planning for for usop because we know Oda loves him. no doubt about it we, yeah, know, no he loves him. I we think... know we know yeah, something's yeah, yeah, yeah. coming so what do you think yeah. he's doing because he hasn't he hasn't seen the limelight really
0: no i think Elbeth is where he's really going to shine i think post time skip is i mean that's what's been set up for since very early days of the manga, right? Is people have been talking, excuse me, talking about Elbap saying, you know, he he wants to meet up with the giants. He wants yep. to become a great warrior of the sea. So I think that's when you're really going to see him shine in terms of like what he's going to do in Wano. I really, there's so many moving parts that I don't even necessarily think he's going to do anything major in Wano. Yes. He was kind of already with Nami during this stuff with Page One and Ulti. Um, the only sort of way I could maybe see Oda inserting him into it. And again, like, we're close to the end of Wano, so if this is going to happen, it's going to have to happen quick. Is yeah. I could maybe see like Usopp sniping one of the Cipher Pole members that's there right now, right? Because that would that would bring mm. things full circle with Enie's lobby, you know, declaring war on the World Government. Yeah. Um, the Cipher Pole members have been consistently knocking people out, right? We get Apu getting knocked out and Drake getting knocked out, um, and so I feel like now Ezo's fighting with them, but we still don't know what's going to happen with that. So I feel like there's a lot of stuff. Happening with Pol that I think Usopp could insert himself in to have a really good moment in Wano Country, but again, I think his main focus is going to be in elbath which I still feel very strongly is going to be the next story arc after Wano.
3: See, I, you know, I, see, I, I actually would disagree with you because I can't see I can't see why that would happen straight away. I, I, I can imagine. And, I'll, yeah, I'll be happy it. to explain. Yeah, go, 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 so, go.
0: <laughs> without getting into spoilers, I think Big Mom obviously, despite how that fight wrapped up recently yep. in the manga, yep. um she's not down for the count forever, right? She's down for Wano country, but we're going to get more of Big Mom in the future. So my guess is that... She comes up again in Elbath because that's where her flashback yep. was focused. Mm-hmm. She still needs to get her memories back with Mother Carmel. Obviously, Elbath is going to be him. I still am of the belief that Elbath is where the final road potoglyph is, that that's the other island where yeah, the final road potoglyph is. That. I would so, agree that. Yeah. and, and, and thinking about what Oda said with the story that they've got basically a five year plan after Wano wraps up. If you think about the amount of story arcs that happened in five years, right? We had Dressrosa, Rosa, Zoe, Reverie, Whole Cake, and Wano Country. That was five years' time. So mm. I think realistically, I know a lot of people don't want it to end, but I really do think I believe Oda when he says that it's going to end in approximately five years. Because you know what's five years from now, Solo? Go and hit me. Twenty twenty-seven. Do you know what twenty twenty-seven is going to be? No, but let me explain. Um, do you know what twenty twenty-seven is going to be? Twenty twenty-seven is the thirtieth anniversary of the One Piece manga. I think Ooh. with how much, with how much. With the 30th anniversary of the One Piece manga coming up, I think he's going to want to end it there. And if you also look at how he spaces out manga volumes, let me ask you, Solo, how many volumes of One Piece were from the very first chapter to the post-time skip era? Do you know how many volumes? I'm going to tell you right now. I, yeah, I, yeah, We can
1: hear you. We can hear you. We can yeah. hear you. We
0: can hear you. Yeah so there were 60 volumes of the manga 1 through 60 was the pre-timescape era and then you look at 61 to presumably 121 would bring us to another 60 volumes right so or 120 120 or 121 depending on how many volumes they want to include so
1: uh-oh. uh oh I'm just going to message him to say log in and log back out message so he's just going to log in and log back out Um, Got I can you. answer your question because I, I, yeah, I have so ahead. many so, you can hear so, me right so much yeah, yeah, Okay, perfect. good, good, good. We're I sweet. was worried. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> no worries at all. Um, I wanted to, is there any anime, and you may have uh, mentioned this before, but is there any anime that has surprised you for the good or the worse um, regarding watching it?
0: Sure. I think Hunter x Hunter is a big one. Um, I remember the, mm. the first thing I ever saw of Hunter Hunter was totally unappealing to me. It was like an out of context scene from the York New City arc, and yep. I was like, "What is this anime? I don't think this is something I would really enjoy." But people obviously had obviously recommended it to me like time and time again, saying, "You gotta watch it! You gotta watch it!" And now, I mean, if you were to ask me what my all-time favorite anime or manga would be, Hunter Hunter is in my top three. I would Boom. say my top three, my top three in terms of shonen specifically, are One Piece, Attack on Titan, and Hunter Hunter. Um, so I think Hunter oh. Hunter went above and beyond the Call of Duty and really surprised me. Um, and I think I resonate more with the main characters of Hunter Hunter more than I do even with some of the main characters in One Piece. I think Gon, Killua, Hisoka... Um, you know, Leorio, Kurapika, I love them all. And I, you know, mm. it's a shame that the manga is on so many hiatuses, but, um, yeah. I still do have faith that because he is married to the artist behind Sailor Moon, that he's yeah. probably going to hand off his stuff to her so she could actually finish yeah. the yeah. series, um, which I'm totally down for like Hunter Hunter in the Sailor Moon art style. Please give it to me. I think that'd be great. Um, but, <laughs> but. <laughs> I, I, I do think ultimately that's the big one that surprised me is I ended up really loving Hunter Hunter. Hunter um, to the point where, yeah, if they ever make anything about Hunter Hunter again, I will be on it day one. I would do weekly reviews. I would do everything. I, I love it.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, to be honest, it's one of those things where for me, um, I agree, like Hunter Hunter is definitely up there for me. Um, we had actually, a, we did a Hunter Hunter episode whereby... Again, it's really frustrating. The manga is like very choppy. and of course, of course. Coming in. We, we, uh, I mean, I, you want to you want to get triggered. I'll tell you a trigger because I said it on the actual podcast. Oh, no, so go if, ahead. Yeah, yeah. If people listen to us. I personally, and Solo was very triggered by this. I personally think he's run out of ideas and that's and why he's not coming in. stop it. Out. Oh, no. I, I, it. Know a, th- I know for a
0: fact. I know f- I know. fact. I I know know, no, no, th- f- it's his no, no. Let no, no, me I know, explain. You're, I, oh, no, no. I totally understand. It is definitely his health though. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, it is his health, but like you mentioned, he could outsource that. He could outsource, I think. What, so one thing we mentioned was, A, he could outsource that to, um like you mentioned, his wife. His wife, team. yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Or, because or, what it is, is probably, he's he's probably controlling. It's his baby or whatever, maybe he's more exactly. whatever. So he's probably controlling and doesn't want to give it away. But he could outsource that. So there's no excuses. Yes, your health is obviously not great. And we we I said it on the show episode 49 I believe yeah. your health is wealth we want you to be healthy that's absolutely true of course now being, being controversial in terms of why uh, he hasn't got the ideas or I'm sure the manga is you know bumping along but I just think that he could outsource that and you know, like you mentioned, give it to his wife or give it to some people, because sure. that, 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 because therefore, you know, like you mentioned, people were where you got you, was what what you got you like you know mentioned to the next level, and I think he needs to essentially let go of the reins a bit, yes, and allow more people to come in. That's so. Let me opinion. let me
0: let me just explain why I disagree a little bit because I think sure. something I've always admired about Hunter Hunter. And a big reason why I like it is, much like One Piece, it weaves things in from the story very early on that eventually come back to play later on in the story. And I think... If you are a manga reader, this isn't a huge spoiler, I'm not getting into a bunch of stuff, but it's just the general talk of the manga, is the current story arc we're on right now, we're on a boat to the Dark Continent, right? We're we're on our way to the Dark Continent and there's all these princes and there's like this royal intrigue and there's all these bodyguards and there's all these characters. And I there's a lot obviously to keep track of. And Kurapika is the main focus of, of what's going on right now, right? It's not really going to <laughs> Killua. I think realistically, if Hunter Hunter were to ever come back, he could wrap it up in two more story arcs, okay. right? Beyond where we are. Mm. You could have the boat to the Dark Continent. They could have fun exploration of the Dark Continent, you know, bring Gon and Killua back, all that stuff. And then loop back around the one loose end that I think ultimately keeps Hunter Hunter 2011 from being a solid self-contained story where you could just watch it from beginning to end. There is one thing that gets introduced and I want to ask you if you know exactly what I'm talking about. This is in the Chimera Ant arc. There's a certain character that had a huge flashback oh, that yes. never yes. Oh, got brought oh, up the, again. The,
3: the, the guy, I forgot his <clears throat> name, but the guy who's like, he was one of these, like, like, right. like a, I don't know, he was like somewhat like an under. under Underworlds, I can't I, mean, I know you're talking about nah, no, 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 come on, Sola, let's get to it. Yes, I can't remember, so, his name, but I know you're talking right, about right, He had so, a big flashback. He was I exactly thought he was setting him up to be like a villain. That's what I thought. I thought he was gonna come back as one of the Exa- one well, of the amps. that's exactly but what he I didn't. think, too. It
0: just it just disappeared. See, and I think he didn't, he didn't. He well, and they even say in his flashback, he disappeared somewhere and no one knows where he went. <clears throat> my assumption has always been that we'll see him when we get to the Dark Continent and he's basically being set up for the final villain. Because when you look at what's happening right now, is kind of an anti-hero yep. at this point, right? Yep. He's been killed by Frodo, <laughs> yeah. came back to life, and now he's taking revenge against the Phantom Troop. So realistically, you could have a story in which Hisoka is one by one eliminating the Phantom Troop mm-hmm. on one end of things and you've got Gon, Killua, and the main squad, Kurapika, Leorio, the rest of them, taken out um, him, right? The guy from, yeah. I forgot his name as well, but the guy that used the old ruler of yeah, yeah, um, yeah, the yeah, area yeah, where yeah. the Kyman- yeah. ants took over. He becomes the primary villain for the Dark Continent arc while Hisoka's hunting down the Phantom troops. They converge when Krolo or whoever is left of the Phantom Troop runs into the main squad that's now taking on that overarching villain from Chimera mm-hmm. on the Dark Continent, you have that final face off with Hisoka somewhat on the side now yep. of Gon and Killua and the rest of them, you know, obviously fighting them, fighting against the Phantom Troop, have this giant ultimate mm-hmm. fight, maybe have a one-to-one clash between Gon at his full net abilities versus Hisoka and potentially Gone killing Hisoka because that's what Hisoka yep. wants yep. to end of the day anyway, and then having it be we're going, kill and Kurapika, now that the Scarlet Eyes have all been, you know, avenged and all this other stuff, they live happily ever after, and that's the end of the series. They could easily wrap that up in two. <laughs> so I, I don't think it's I don't think it's really like a lack of ideas, because the things he set up are things that we already know are going to happen in the story. It's kind of like when Oda has set up stuff, like we know Zoro's going to fight Mihawk at some point, right? We know the admirals are going to be taken down, the world government's going to be taken down. Like those are things we know are going to happen. And I think he has, Togashi set that up with other different story beats earlier on in the story that I think once we get to the Dark Continent, We could really sort of be on a trajectory to the end, which is why I think if he does hand it off to like his wife who does the Sailor Moon stuff, or he does hand it off to his team, you might be right in that he's taking this time not just for his health, but also to like sort of map everything out so that if Mm. he never ends up coming back to it again. Right. If he ends up, you know, 30 years from now passing away and has to hand this off to somebody else to conclude the story, they have a guideline and a trajectory for where the story is going to go. And they, and they wrap it up and we end up getting the conclusion of it, which, like I said, takes us through the dark continent, you know, that final fight with the phantom troop and the conclusion of the main four in Hisoka's story, right? I mean, it's, it's all set up perfectly in the manga. So I think the one thing which I can totally understand is people aren't really into the manga right now because there are a lot of text boxes and a lot of characters to keep track of and I understand that right it is it's frustrating when you're only getting one chapter once every (laughs) two years and so you're forgetting a lot of things that are happening in the story Um, but I think had he not introduced that character in flashback in the Chimera Ant arc that's being set up for the overall villain at the end of the story I think really 2011 you could take that first episode all the way to when Gon meets his father on the top of the world tree
2: and that could have been. Self contained Um, story, and that's it. That's true. Yeah, the whole point of
3: that was Gunn was wanted to find his dad. That was it. I want to find my dad.
0: Right, right, because we know. Let, we know eventually, even if the anime-onlys don't ever see what happens in the manga, you know Hisoka's going yep. after the Phantom Troop. Yep. That's not a surprise. <laughs> you know that's his trajectory. You know Kurapika's going after remainder mm-hmm. of the Scarlet Eyes. You know that's happening. And Gon and Killua have done what they set out to do. We've seen Gon, you know, utilize his net abilities at the end of Chimera and Dark. We've seen him and Killua go their separate ways. Killua now sort of reforming. Killua taking yep. his sibling to go live their own
1: life. And yeah, I think, you know, it's it's an enjoyable story as it is. Nice. So. I mean that that and that's a val that's a, that's a credible and like you've mentioned like it's fine in terms of your top three in shonen. Um, again, I've, no no gatekeeping here or oh, anything of course, like of that. Course. Um, for me, I think and I know it gets a lot of rap, and I would I'd really like to get your thoughts on this. Oh, Dragon yeah. Ball Z or Dragon Ball or sure. Dragon Ball Super, sure. the Dragon Ball series. Now I remember we had a podcast episode where Solo was said he was speaking to his friend and he said. Do you think Dragon Ball Z just needs to stop, or do you think the Dragon Ball series just
2: let you know, it let's up. call it a
1: day, you know? Um, and I personally, right, I think it's not the best of stories, but it's what it's it's quintessential regarding the hero's journey. It's it's about people leveling up. Every everybody loves a come up story, right? And I think Dragon Ball Z is the essence of that. Hmm. It's the essence of hard work. It's the essence of if I train hard enough. And I, I, I mean, we did a show about Shonen can be sometimes disillusioned anime fans, which is true. Hard work does hard work doesn't always pay off, but um, it's the essence of that. So for me, it's not in my top three, but it's definitely in my top ten. I know it was fifty mm-hmm. for you, which is fine. Um, but what is your thoughts on the series? Um, do you do you? Yeah, just what is your thoughts on the series? Do you think it should stop? Basically, in, 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 to Solo's <laughs> point. No, I, not really, because I, I don't think
0: I don't think anybody I don't think anybody's really like reading Dragon Ball uh, for the story at too. this point. Like you said, I think it's about mm. the power ups and stuff, and it's exciting fights, you know. Um, yeah, so I feel like no, they can keep going as long as they want to keep going. Like I, I don't think it would be harmful to it. Like it it wouldn't ruin the overall story if they keep going and there's not really a story. Cause again, you're not watching it for the story, you're watching it for the characters and the power-ups. Um now yeah. in terms of like why I rated it so low on my list, my like top 50 list, it's one, I didn't grow up with Dragon Ball. I just didn't. Yeah, I think fine. there's a lot of people that grew up watching Dragon Ball Z and I just I didn't have that. Um I've never actually even watched every episode of Dragon mm-hmm. Ball Z. I know the yeah. key story beats. I've seen key moments, right? But I, I'm not that much of a Dragon Ball fan. So even though I know everything that happens in Dragon Ball, like I would never do a watch through a Dragon Ball because I I know too much about it overall. Um mm. I still, I like the characters and I still like the world. And I think it's fun to, you know, play like a Dragon Ball Fighters game every once in a while or like tune into an episode or read a chapter. But it's just, it's not something that like I find myself engrossed in. But I think there's a lot of people who absolutely adore it in the same way that, you know, me and Solo enjoy One Piece. And so I think... Yeah, keep going for as long as you want to keep going. I don't think it's harmful to the story. It doesn't really, you know, it's not going to ruin what's already happened with dragon ball dragon ball z and i think you know honestly the the peak and i think most people would agree is the the stuff that we grew up with right it is like the boo arc it is the the frieza saga right exactly so i feel like it's never going to get to that point again anyway it's just going to get more exciting with more power-ups and things like that it's it's never going to (laughs) hit those story peaks that it once did so just yeah roll with it have fun with it draw some new characters have some cool fights and and that's that same way yeah it's like yeah, pokemon yeah,
3: in that sense the way. yeah exactly I see that is is jojo like it doesn't take itself too seriously it's just all here for the for the bright colors and the cool and the cool moves and and the nice settings and the funny memeable moments like and I yeah be honest, that's, right. that's how that's how right, i got right. started into jojo jojo i just wanted to understand what the memes were all about that that that, that was it um and that's just like uh, it's yeah. just something I put on to enjoy. Like it's, not, I know what I'm gonna get basically when I watch JoJo. So I, I yeah. appreciate yeah. that if some people people say yeah. or feel, feel the same way about when they watch Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Z, right? So I I accept it. I mean, yeah, totally.
1: Speaking of fights, because um, we like to do the uh, do our kind of versus segment. You mentioned Hunter X Hunter, yes, um, and we won't go Dragon Ball Z because they're just way too overpowered, but. If, if who do you think would win in a fight? And again, it's another thing. We we have a lot of arguments <laughs> on this podcast with Sola and I. But who do you think would win uh, in a fight? Gon versus um, Deku. And there's no right or wrong answer. Oh, Gon. Just, you you know, know. if there is a right yeah, answer. I it's did, Gon. He would destroy him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I see. What? He would obliterate yeah. him. Are you kidding me? No. Yes. yes he'd obliterate him no, for no, sure. No. No. For sure. I think if
0: you if you take <laughs> Nen. And you take quirks, mm-hmm. right? As a power base, removing yep. the characters from it, I think you know Deku obviously because he's got well, I guess semi. Are you an anime only? So I okay, I gotta watch <laughs> what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. But well, no, 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 no. This is in the anime already. This is in the anime. You know he's got multiple quirks within him. So you yeah, know yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So yeah. Deku's obviously got multiple quirks, but we don't really know the cap of yeah. Nen, right? Well, we we know. Deku will eventually unlock all of his quirks and that'll be that, right? And he's the strongest mm-hmm. hero, whatever, in this verse. But we don't mm-hmm. really know everything about Nen. And so having that aspect of mystery still out there, I think the cap for Gon is much, much, much higher for the cap for mm-hmm. um, yeah. for Deku. Because, you know, it's already been brought up in Hunter Hunter time and time again that people have specialties yep. in their own Nen. But who's to say that at some point Gon doesn't develop more specialties with his Nen, right? He has a focus on one, but he, he, he doesn't have a cap. And he could suddenly use all the different Nen abilities. I mean, he could literally instantly kill Deku with the snap of his finger. So I feel like it's the kind <laughs> of thing where it, it really just depends on we need to know more about Nen. But then you also gotta look at what's happened in the stories already. Whereas mm-hmm. Deku, time and time again, has held himself back, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In he fights. Mm-hmm. He wants to, you know, reserve his punches at the risk of then hurting other aspects of his body, right? Like, you know, his body mm-hmm. would get yeah, wrecked yeah, yeah. when he was doing certain things. Gone. Obviously he was wiped after he used all his nen and and he almost died. But at the same time, like if it was a 1v1 fight and they were both going all out end of series, I think Gon would have if especially if he like lost control of his yeah. mind, yeah. he would kill Deku. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean be, he would kill ah, him. It wouldn't even be it wouldn't even it. be and I think Deku would never I don't see it. Deku Deku would never, ever, because it's never been shown with his quirk ever. Lose his mind to the point where he would kill Gone. Ever Deku would never kill anybody. Ever, full stop. Would never I, kill I anybody.
3: Even before Gone lost his mind, Gone is still prepared to kill someone. Mm-hmm. People think people think that it's only oh, when he lost his mind. No, 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 no. It's when I forgot his name with the the, the smoke no. the guy with the big pipe. Like when he said, "Okay, cool, try it. go for right. it." He said, I'll yeah, fight you with the bloodlust, right? Away. And then like, so even yeah, 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 mentions yeah. Whereas, it too, right. Whereas, right. yeah, Deku right. doesn't no, he, I think He wouldn't go that far. He wouldn't go that far. Yeah. He's like, uh, I don't want to kill right.
0: him. Right. And mm-hmm. that's not to say that Deku isn't strong, right? Of course he is. Like, they're both strong. But again, Deku does not have that bloodlust within himself that, you know, Gon has. I mean... Again, you're not a manga reader, but like there's (laughs) there's something that happens in My Hero later that I was not a huge fan of. That happens for literally eight chapters, and then everything goes back to the status quo as it once was. And you think like, oh, they're going to take the story in an interesting direction, but like, no, it's just this gets set up, and then Deku's back to normal, and it is what it is. And I think that happening in the manga, and seeing the consequences of what happened in Hunter x Hunter leads me to believe mm. that when push comes to shove, if they were forced to kill each other, Deku would not be able to pull the trigger yeah. and Gon would.
1: I know I you know what, I agree with that. I, I do I, I do agree with that. But what I and you're right, there is a lot of things, I know you read the manga, but there's a lot of things that are yet to develop that we haven't seen on Nen. And maybe we know everything about Quick right. but what I the way the reason the way I see I see Deku and Might as almost the quote unquote Superman of like that that, that kind of sure, trope. Sure, like, of course, you know, of course. And you know, that whole, you know, Superman's the strongest hero, whatever people say. For me, I just think- Yo, Batman's still yeah, not Superman though. Yeah. That still happened. Canonically, and he was an yeah, old Batman as well, remember? I just, right? I, he was
0: an,
3: I he mean, was an he did, old it, Batman. I think a debate. I mean, like it's canonically, it, bad Batman has beaten Superman. Old Batman, not
1: young. No, nah, but that's 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 when Superman had a kryptonite. A kryptonite. No no no, 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 no. Okay, fine. Maybe, but you know what I mean. It's just <laughs> of course. If Gon land, look. If Deku landed a one hundred percent. Punch on Gon. But the question
3: it is, is, would over. he? Would he it's over. would he do 100%? It's
0: over. It's definitely not. No, I, let me tell you why right now. Let me tell you 100% why it's not over. Because a huge part of Nen is the hardening of your body, you know, and, and being able to harden yourself in the same yep. way that, like, D- Gon has good defensive abilities. Whereas, like, Deku, he has defensive aspects to his quirk, but, like, the durability is not the same as the durability that you get from Nen. So it would be much easier for Gon to... To tank a 120% Detroit United States smash whatever from Deku than it would be for Deku to tank a full all-out Nen punch, you know, explosion nuclear punch from from yeah. Gone. It would be a different it's it's at a different level. Like Go- Deku doesn't have the same durability. Deku is almost in a way like a glass cannon, you know. Where Deku at the end of every fight looks absolutely wrecked. And Gon, we've seen him in fights against people he should not have been fighting against, and he's perfectly <laughs> fine. So I feel like that's that durability definitely comes into play.
2: Mm,
1: I mean, I see your point. But, you know, again, like you have more information, so therefore I can't. Right. But I, I, I just, just from the anime and just seeing them. I personally think it maybe not now because, like you mentioned, but if as adults, a fully realized gone versus a fully realized. Oh, then it's uh, free. Then it's definitely gone for sure.
2: Then oh, it's definitely gone.
0: If
1: that's if that's what it is, where they're fully realized, bro, then there's no
0: convincing me. There's no you're like, talking to a wall and, because but you fully realized, bro, you're, When you're saying fully realized, that means gone, being able to control what happened to him at the end of the Chimera Ant arc at, at his will. Being able to control that with every Nen ability, like uh, versus De- yeah, being but he able has lots of quirks. quirks that
1: he can control. Yeah, but he's got a lot of quirks. I don't. But he's, he's got. got the but he he's can... got. I
0: mean, he's got like a couple, a couple other quirks that I'm not going to spoil, like in the manga. But like, yeah, he's got sure. some of those other quirks. Then, of course, he's got like all for one. He's got. I mean, but it's it's it's.
1: Nah dude I think fully realized
0: yeah, Gon's taking it very I good.
1: really do So not in and, and, and not basic then go you could you could say Gon could beat Goku then because you know no I would any. say Goku No would Goku. no Goku would uh, demolish both of them Goku would absolutely but I see Goku a and all my the same okay, no let me take that scrap that scrap crap, that scrap that scrap that scrap that
3: scrap
1: that scrap that scrap scrap Ed, scrap that say that scrap Ed, careful. say it's a scrap that 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 scrap 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 that scrap
0: that Skip it's okay. No, it's okay. That's right. It's okay.
3: That's I right. got into my I've feelings. Go, I've go go into you, my you, I got into my feelings. Go, I apologize. I, you know I got your go bed, you. bed. Don't worry about uh, it. <laughs> we talk about it afterwards. We can. We can. We can. We can work, <laughs> we we work so through
2: this
1: together. It's so funny, man. <laughs> I got apologies. Apologies. <laughs> no, it's just funny. Um, yeah. No, no, it's it's. I, you know what? I would pay to watch that fight. <laughs> I would fight. really pay to It'll watch Deku vs. Gon. I would too. That'd be um, awesome. I, I yeah. honestly think it would be closer than it would be closer than what you guys are saying. Oh, yeah. but, I don't think. You know, I
0: don't think it would be. I, I'm not saying I don't think it would be close, but I think the one aspect of it, which is what's important, if there's a fight to the death between these two characters, is who yeah. is willing to Who's kill willing and to who is, grow, is yeah. not. Yeah. And Gon yeah. is willing yeah. to kill, sure. so. That's why I say Gon takes it. Whereas I think Deku push comes to shove would not even at the end of the day. Kind mean, of because we see it in My Hero multiple times against people who deserve to die. Probably that he's still pulling his punches. That I feel like um, you know Gohan wouldn't. And that's why Gon would win.
1: Yeah. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I'll just sing that again. Oh, the misery. No, I'm
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Cool. That All was right. a fun discussion, so, man. I didn't expect to go in that direction today, but that was
1: good. <laughs> no, no worries. Soda, do you have any more questions or should no, we go to the super let's, fire? Let's go to the All last right. super Quick super, fire. All super, right. Quick let's do this. Let's, right. let's go for them. Let's go to the super quick fire round. So, Roger, it's yes. um, it's a either or question. So, hmm. whatever comes to your mind, just go for it. Uh, cool. no, no explanation right needed. Answer. Nope. Nope. No let's explanation. Let's go. No let's go. Quick fire. All right. So, quick fire. Ready? All right. Let's go. Are you a morning or night person? Morning. Luffy or gone? Gone.
2: Well, the last song we we'll listened to. That's <laughs> why we're going <laughs> to piss a lot of
1: people
2: off, <laughs> sorry. Sorry,
3: you wanna, gone. You want to get that back again? Yeah. You want to get back or you're
0: cured?
2: No. <laughs> no. no, no, no. I said it. No, no, no. We don't change it, said. I said it.
0: No one has ever asked I me said that before, it. but I personally, yeah, I, I like Gone better as an MC. So, nice. I mean, no, one's ever, no nice. one's ever asked that. Usually, people ask like Luffy and other characters from other series. No one ever asked Luffy and Gon but it wasn't that's even, why I mean, aren't... that was frame one, too. I didn't even really think about that. I just said, That Gon. Was good, but th- that's th- what think, we want. That's what we back want. It, I'm that's still what like, we want. yeah, I stand by that. Gon for sure. Yeah. Good, yeah. good. Nice. You're nice. on the
1: Super Anime podcast, man. We're yeah. different. We're
0: different. The last song you listened to, last song I listened to was the soundtrack exactly. of final fantasy 7 remake and it was the theme mm. that plays during the rufus shinra
1: fight i don't know that but i'll definitely try and check it's it out it's very good um okay cool um smash brothers or maricott oh smash free all day every day yeah <laughs> yeah Sheffin or Eaton? say that it's Sheffin or Eaton? Yeah, like, would you rather be the cook or would you rather be the person? No, I'd consumer? rather eat. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some people, no, some people actually get joy from cooking. Well, I mean, like, I, about... I
0: get joy from cooking, of course. I love it, but I mean, I, I yeah. would always rather be the one enjoying. It. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Pokemon Gold or Silver? Oh, man. I grew up playing Silver, but I actually played Gold as the Heart Gold Soul Silver remake. I chose Gold because I wanted to, you know, be able to try both of them. And yeah. I actually enjoyed Heart Gold more than I did Silver growing up. So I'm, I'm going uh, with Gold. But Gold. Okay. if they ever end up doing a Let's Go version of Johto, like if they ever do yeah. kind of like what they do with Pikachu and Eevee, and yep. they do Let's Go, yeah. Johto, Gold and Silver, I'm probably going to go with Gold again. So, yeah. Oh,
1: nice. Okay. No worries. Uh, Itachi or Doflamingo? Oh, oh,
2: <laughs> now this is got a good him. one. That's a good one, ladies and gentlemen. We got him.
0: Yeah, oh, <laughs> man, man. oh man, that is oh, that is that's tougher than Luffy Gone, honestly. Itachi or Doflamingo. You know, you can pass if you no 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 no, no 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 there's no, 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 no. passing. Uh, okay, okay. No I was pausing. trying to let the guests go, but all right, <laughs> this, is, oh, no, this is why I'm gonna say is no possible. This is why I'm gonna say what I'm saying. This is why I'm gonna say what I'm saying. Doflamingo mm-hmm. to me is the best villain in all of One Piece. I love Doflamingo. I yep. think he's such a fun character. But Itachi is the best character in all of Naruto. So I got to go Itachi.
1: No, that's a good rationale. fair enough. I'm know you're probably going what you're going to say here. Mango anime uh i actually i would say manga i would say manga yeah yeah no that's fine that's fine uh deku or bakugo oh bakugo easy yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh the misery (laughs) Uh, i'm just gonna say it every time i get triggered (laughs) um i know this one anyway but i'll ask pokemon or digimon oh pokemon of course yeah yeah of course no worries um last anime film you watched Last
0: anime film I watched. Ooh, that's a good question. I just did a rewatch of Summer Wars about a month ago, actually. Oh, nice. um, okay. That's one of my all-time favorites. I, I think that movie's great. I want to watch Bell, but I haven't been able to find where to yes. watch it. Yes. Um, yes. I am very interested because it's from the same team that did Summer Wars. So I think that could be really good. Uh, I'm obviously very excited for Film Red, too, which is coming out later this year. Mm-hmm. The new one-piece mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, if you got a recommendation for an anime film I should watch that came out recently, let me know. Because I'm always down
1: came out recently oh gosh um i'll message you but honestly yeah <laughs> i i, I per, yeah i personally like honestly like you mentioned um that as the late great big said more anime more problems man because there's <laughs> so much, much anime stuff. out there man of course more so much so yeah I, I think the last anime movie i probably watched was a um Ghost in the Shell. Um, sec, uh, yeah, oh, that's a yeah, great that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, it was Akira. When we did our Akira um, um, episode, I just oh fun! I got to do an Akira
0: rewatch. Actually, you know, funnily yeah, enough, is, I was this two or three weeks ago. I was at the Academy Awards Museum here in Los Angeles, mm. and they have an exhibition mm. on like animation and like Academy Award-winning films. And there's an animation room where they have an original cell from oh, Akira, wow. as well as the storyboards wow. from it. You're not allowed to take pictures of it, but it's the scene where. Um, Oh, I forgot the name of the characters, but they're like—it's—it's a very brief scene, but it's these two characters walking down the cityscape, and you've got like uh, a couple making out like on a park bench, and the two characters are having conversation, and they have—they have the cells of that scene. There at the Academy Museum. So if you're in LA, I would oh, say wow. definitely nice. check it out. I think oh, that's a th- I think that's a permanent installation there too. I don't think that's part of their temporary exhi- uh, exhibition. They have like a Miyazaki exhibition okay. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. on the top floor right now that I think ends next month. But the Akira stuff's there permanently. So definitely go check it out.
1: Okay, oh. definitely. Um, so probably be in LA we'll next put, year. So nice, nice. Put that, on the, put that on the list then. We put that on the list.
0: There All you right. go. Yeah, the Academy Museum is yeah. awesome. Um, next
1: one's K-pop or hip-hop.
0: Ooh, a pop or a hip hop? I I love them both. I'm going to say hip hop. I think I actually think I I like hip hop more. Um, but that's again just because I grew up with it, and that's because I'm yeah, sort of sure surrounded me. by it. I just I mean I grew up in Chicago and then I moved to L. A. So it's, oh, like a, it's a great <laughs> in the culture of my,
2: my whole life has of both places of both um, cities. Yeah.
0: So I <laughs> would coming say coming from
2: the south,
3: yeah, south, I would say yeah, south. I would say yeah. hip
0: hop, but. I have really been loving K-pop a lot recently. I think there's a lot of great K-pop bands and it's just, it's fun, it's bubbly. You're in a different mood, right? Like I listen to hip hop when I'm on my grind. I listen to K-pop mm. when I just want to have something bubbly in the background, you That's know?
3: That's a good point. That's a very good point. It's a different mindset, yeah.
0: mind frame that you're going to be in when you listen to
3: For
1: K-pop sure. versus hip hop. Yeah, good point, good point. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Intro Anime intro
0: anime outros? Anime. Uh Ooh, I got to think of my all-time favorites. Um... You know, usually the intros end up hitting more than the outros do, mm. but I think there's recently been some amazing endings. In particular, the new season of Attack on Titan has one of the best ending songs I have ever heard in any anime, oh, wow. Period. Okay. It's that good. I haven't heard it yet. Um, okay. It's very, very good. And uh, yeah, I think endings are usually a little more melancholy, but even looking back at Naruto, like the songs that I remember really really loving a lot of time were the endings despite the fact there's some great intros in Naruto I feel like yeah. Umiwa I love that ending song, Naruto. I love the um, <laughs> yeah. I love uh, Meteor Ryusei is really good I think there's some great endings yeah there's some great intros I think if I had to choose one though I would say intros there's nothing that quite hits as much as season one attack on titan season so yeah I gotta go with that
1: no, no, I, I absolutely love it. I mean, I, I'm i I'm with you. I have, like, some intros in my workout playlist. like the Of course, no of course. Um, oh, Epo's so is good, too. That's a good choice. Yeah, yeah. It's a good da, choice. Anyway. Good <laughs> choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. do no worries. Um, oh, I just lost my notes there. Yeah, cool. Uh, Naruto Bleach.
0: Well, okay. Uh, okay, let me preface this. Um, I have seen, I have seen all of Naruto now, and I have only Mm. seen up to Soul Society and Bleach. So okay, because okay. I have not seen everything else that happens in Bleach, I'm going to say Naruto. But I will say I do love the style of Bleach. I love it. Mm-hmm. And okay. I am interested in watching more on my own. I probably won't do a watch through of it because I've learned my lesson after doing Naruto and Hunter Hunter that like it takes a lot out of me. <laughs> yeah. And I got to dedicate a lot of time. <laughs> and this year there's a lot of games to play. So I don't really have time for a long form watch through this year. Um, but on my own time, I do plan on catching up to Bleach because I liked it. But again, because I've seen all of Naruto, um, I would say. Naruto.
1: Nah, that's fine. Absolutely valid. And then, last question What would you say to your younger self if he was listening today?
0: Bro, you're going to be sent Pokemon cards and video games for
1: free (laughs)
0: just from doing videos online (laughs) about the things that you love. Like, just hang in there. Things might be tough, kid, but like, trust me, it's going to get real good real quick. So, that's what I would say. (laughs) Uh... Well, you know
3: what? And you
1: know, that's a brilliant ending. Thank yeah, you. go yeah. for it. So. I was going to say, on that note, yeah.
3: thank you so much. This has been a, a great podcast. We thank you oh, very much fantastic. for your time. Fantastic,
1: yeah. It's been a lot of fun. Thank, thank you absolutely. so much,
3: yeah.
0: And uh, I guess for the listeners, like, where can is- they find you? People can find me at RogersBase everywhere on YouTube, on Twitter, on Twitch, and on Instagram. I do One Piece live reaction streams every Sunday alongside the official release of One Piece on my YouTube channel. And then I also do live reactions to pretty much any Nintendo Direct or Pokemon-related news that ends up coming up. And I'm currently doing watch-throughs and reactions weekly of Attack on Titan's final season and Ranking of Kings, as well as a -a follow-a-thon of the final season of Demon Slayer that I just finished. That is on my Twitch. We do live reactions on Twitch every Sunday as well. And then throughout the course of the week on Monday, Tuesday, and Friday, I also do gameplay streams on Twitch that I then splice out to turn into videos to the YouTube channel. So if you want to watch everything live as it's happening, be caught up to the minute of what's going on in my life. Make sure to follow me on Twitch. But if you just want to see the best of the best, of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Boom! Boom!
1: Oh, there we go. All... <laughs> <laughs> we'll have all of those in the show notes. So please, please, please go and support. He's an amazing content creator. Um, I, I mentioned at the beginning the oracle, like literally, he's he has so many great <laughs> and he's he's foreseen so many things because he reads manga is able to join the dots. So thank you so so much, Roger. We really really appreciate it. Would, again, like there's there's so much more I want to ask you. Hopefully we can get you on another time, of course, to um to to, to jam and and then even maybe do a duet. But until then, <laughs> um, thank you so so much. Um, okay, so um oh, hold on. Thank you so so much everyone for listening and take care. Hey Super Family, as always, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show. It takes less than 30 seconds. Doing so will allow us to grow the show and encourage us to keep putting out more content. In case you're wondering how to subscribe, rate, and review the show, just go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash Podcast. That's super with three U's. We will also leave a link to it in the show notes for you to go to as a simple way to subscribe, rate, and review the show we love your reviews so please keep them coming and we will read them out in future episodes please do share this podcast with anyone you feel will enjoy the show finally to keep the conversation going we're super keen to hear your thoughts questions and opinions on the show's discussion points to get in contact with us you can either leave a voice note via the mic on our website superanimepodcast.com that's super with three u's or you can write a note via the contact section superanimepodcast.com forward slash contact it's also in the show notes as well Along with your email, please leave your name and location from where you're listening from and we will be sure to shout you out and include some of your thoughts in the next and upcoming episodes. Have a great day wherever you are and bye for now.